Warning, the following audio contains various high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which can include foul language, strong ale, highly suggestive situations, and extreme fantasy violence. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. Welcome back, everybody. How is everybody doing? It's been two weeks. We've been off and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's crazy to be back. Uh, yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Pod Season 3 Beyond Evil. After a two-week hiatus, I am Jack Newman, your Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our vile villain, Scree, the fast-fingered rogue Kinku, played by Trevor Flynn. How are you, Trevor? Hi there. We're also joined, uh, sorry, by Ash Fallbite, the crafty half-elf sorcerer, played by Tanner. And sh- uh, How are you, Tanner? I'm doing just great. How are you, Jack? I cannot complain. Oh, well, actually, I totally can. I'll get to that in a second. And Chuck Angus, the boisterous minotaur barbarian. Chuck, what's up? Salutations, good sir. How out how? I am okay. Like I wanted to say, uh, it is actually, there's a couple of things that have been keeping us from playing for the last two weeks. We've just had some stuff. I have actually uh, hurt my back at work, and I am currently, while I will not be drinking tonight, so don't worry, uh, people who say that I drink too loudly on this chat, I won't be drinking. People say uh, that? Yeah, people get on me about it's ice cubes in my drinks. Campiona said it twice about Animania. He's like, the only thing that really bothers me is that Jack's always got a huge ice cube, and he makes it clank in his glass. Up right when he drinks it right next to his microphone i'm like jesus christ okay you get you like a rubber like i don't insulator. want i don't want to drink a rubber glass and also i'm sorry i find it to be like cool asmr personally so like i find it's like a bonus to the stream but you know that's just that's just me so uh yeah gentlemen we're gonna be playing some dungeons and dragons today but uh, again i'm on gabapentin and muscle relaxers and a steroid pack so you're gonna have to bear with me okay quite a cocktail sir i know it's it's better than i look how wired i am hello and now we're gonna have a coffee and it's gonna be great we're gonna die probably <laughs> we survived because he was always intoxicated yeah and i was just like i felt nice that day you know all right uh let's go ahead and get on to uh, getting ourselves a uh, uh go ahead and get started with our recap uh this is going to be a moment keep posted guys for questions you can earn yourself advantage for this session you guys ready Yes. As ready as I can be. Our villains have been coerced after a short prison sentence into joining Dark or the Demon King Remnant Army Knights. They have been forced via slugs into the brain to journey into the far winter north to the land of the Frost Giants and Orcs to forge an alliance on behalf of Lord Venom and Dark with King Half Dan, the Half Orc, War Chief of the Northern Orc Tribe. Da 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 da. Tracking. Yep. Um. Yeah. To do this, he gifted you all a magic item for advantage for this session. Each of you, if you could name that magic item, you were gifted. Uh, I was gifted a potion. Okay, yeah. Good for you, Ed. Trevor. Oh, go ahead, Tanner. I was gifted a ring of feather following that could work on everybody around me. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Trevor? Who gave me a magic item? Lord Venom. When we first left the ship. Oh, Lord Venom. Okay. Uh, I I got a... Um, you got this. You got the this. Eagle whistle. The eagle yeah. whistle. All right. Y'all get all advantage. You're going to need it this session because I'm feeling it. Hell yeah. Okay. Wow. After a quick and deadly stop at Orc Watch for the wedding of the Kingfisher Knight, the Dragoon, 
You all talked your way into the great northern roundup of orcs, where you passed thousands of orcs being rounded up for slavery on the Keeper City Trading Company's new rail lines headed south. You managed to free a party of these orcs led by a female orc named Yasha. You gifted her and the party your horses so she could escape faster as you were pursued by the Pact of the Black Triangle. Uh, two orcs stayed with you, uh, I guess for extra bonus points. And just for our, our listeners, can you name the names of the orcs? And... Oh man, Oreg and Ureg, sort of. One more time, or Oreg and Ureg. That sounds correct. Or Oreg and Ureg. It, That's it's how close. I think of them. That's perfect. I don't care. You were also pursued by the Black of the Triangle. You managed to escape over the mountains, severing a bridge to prevent further pursuit, only to run afoul of Yeti and a massive monster known as the Wendigo. Yoreg sacrificed himself to make good your escape. Broken but unbowed, you made your way to the entrance of Jotun, a great ice gate carved in the side of a mountain where you were stopped by a massive frost giant sentry who seemed bent on turning away no matter what that, no matter what you did, until he felt the wrath of half dam's hammer thrown at his face you now stand at the ice gate and before you is the orc king half dan bearing his hammer gentlemen are you ready oh yeah <sighs> let's that, meet that, that this dude all right Inside, all right, so here we go. Uh, before you stands Haftan, unlike the majority of the orc brethren whose race bear an unmistakable, more muscly, heavy build, uh, he is a half orc. And while his arms are, you know, bare and clearly corded with muscle flexing down long, dark tattoos, he is smaller and more compact, under six feet. He has a short beard trimmed close and bright green eyes, with crow's feet and sleep being the only thing to mar his rather handsome face. Uh, he holds a hammer in one hand hand easily it's as long it's a long handled maul with a steel axe head on the back end and the other side is a red ruby stone shaped like an anatomically correct heart the iron axe blade works into the in, into the veins and the aorta and other vessels holding the heart to the uh, contraption it seems to glow with an unnaturally burning uh what not a burning sensation uh sorry that sounds weird uh it seems to glow unnaturally and uh if you were looking on the stream you can see some art for the hammer and half dan uh that you can check out oh no he's hot yeah he's pretty he's pretty fuckable <laughs> totes i love you guys so much i i guess i should have i i, I guess i sh i should have yeah i should have been like prepared for you for like ed and like everybody else to like not just ed sorry but like everybody to be into him he is attractive uh i do want to get that across he's he's kind of slimmer than the rest of the orcs so you'd think that he would be you know like orcs tend to you know value strength so it's it seems weird that their king is just like kind Let's of this see what that mouth do he says, uh, beside him stands Yasha at the entrance of the Great Gates. Oh, Yasha. That was the old lady we helped, right? Yeah, that's correct. <clears throat> hello. Uh, hello. Hello there, sir. Yeah, we're getting back into d and I can tell we've not done this for two weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got oh, a no, role play. <laughs> Uh, I go, Yasha, it's great to see you alive and well. Oh, I can't believe you guys made it. Oreg, are you okay? 
and she looks over at Oreg, and he's like, "Where's your egg?" Uh, pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. Look away. <laughs> I'll just say he didn't make it. You like, don't really cavalier. I suppose he met the same fate as most of our brethren. If by the same fate you mean a heroic death in the throes of battle, then yes. He died a warrior! I'm glad. He would have preferred that to being taken. <sighs> taken? Are us. people getting taken? Obviously. There's a whole slave trade, dude, man! We established Oh yeah, this. those people. Those yeah, people, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah dude. Uh, so, uh, half to end motions. He's like, uh, what brings you to Jotun to see us in exile. I'm glad you mentioned that, certainly, uh, Lord Halfdan. We are merely just uh, merchants, traders, if you will, sent to seek an audience with you, Halfdan, in, to, in, in order to support your, your ventures here. Traders? Yes. Don't have much in the way of trading, and I seem to be in the middle of an exodus of my own people, so... I would halt you from. <laughs> well, I, we use the term traders, but we're more like angel investors. You we'll, we'll definitely offer to bring by. help and aid to our people. Way to bring wings into it, man! Very classy. <laughs> Don't take over. Uh, we yeah, we only need a bit from you before we can start our our good negotiation of trade, and we'd actually prefer to speak about this in private. This is a very hush-hush matter. Well, in that case, you should come inside. Be careful how you tread here. As you can tell, the frost giants that own Jotun are not exactly happy. They have given us grudgingly uh, shelter here, uh, but we cannot leave, and neither can they, and the situation has become fraught with peril. So I suggest you tread carefully, for if you become an enemy of the frost giants, I will not be able to protect you as I have here. And even still, I fear that I will hear of this from their Jarl. Jarl. Well, I'm going to tread wherever you that big hammer of yours is going, so lead on. He turns, and you guys are ushered into uh, Jotun, which, as it turns out, inside the mountain is hollow. Uh, it's a giant ice cavern, uh, and you can see uh, a large set of stairs made for giants carved into each individual stair are ropes and crampons and grapples that lead down to what look like a small village from this perspective in the middle of the mountain. Uh, it looks simple and, and small, but you can tell from the scale of where you're standing that it's a it's essentially a village made for giants, and so thus all the small little huts and wood planks are secretly massive. It sits around a small, what looks like a frozen harbor that leads to an underground tunnel filled with water, and in the harbor are longships, like Viking-style longships that look set for giant-sized people that are frozen and stuck in the ice or pulled up on the shore. Half Dan begins to descend down the stairs, clamp, cramping on to the uh, to the the rope and climbing down as Yasha does rather efficiently and fast. Wow, she's extremely nimble for someone of her age. Why is Yasha old? Is she old? Yeah, I, I thought she was old. She, no, she's she was, no, not old. I she was old. Was she, she old? Looks old. 
Are you saying this out loud? No, I, I guess in my head. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. She's like older, probably, but we're talking like 40s, maybe? Like, not like. She's not like uncapable, do you know what I mean? No, I don't. Can you explain? I don't know, man. If she's in her 40s, now people in, in their 30s who are like. Hey, I'm in my already... fucking 30s. Fuck off. <laughs> <She's> I, like... <laughs> and are you spry? <laughs> I am not at the moment very spry, so fuck off. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys, are you guys going to continue climbing down after them? Oh, uh, yeah, they're leading the way. Yeah. Yeah. So they climb down into the, uh, into the harbor. Go ahead, all three of you make athletics checks to climb down after them. Uh, I was waiting for it. 17, 17. Okay, Ash, you fall. <laughs> like, you fall down a massive step, uh, and Half Dan just snags can you I, by the rope. <laughs> can I try and grab him? No, Half Dan, like, captures you on, like, the edge of his hammer, and he just, like, holds you there and lowers you down. Oh, th- thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm slippery there, up there. Yeah, Scree and a uh, Scree and Chuck managed to get down fine. Uh, you guys are able to like clamp clamp on down. You guys go down multiple stairs and you make it to the foot of the village. Uh, and you can see that at the outside of each of these individual villages, there's like a barn, and inside the barn, there's been set up like hundreds of like makeshift tents and stuff. As like you can see that there's well over a couple thousand orc refugees here huddled in like the oversized barn of the frost giants and several barns out back where they would normally store grain. Uh, Half Dan heads to a rather larger tent that uh, was probably grand at one time uh, and he heads inside with Yasha and he beckons you after him so I assume you guys follow. Yeah. Yes. Okay yeah you guys follow him to the tent. Uh, okay. Oh, before we go in there yeah I want to hold the back screen uh, Chuck. Alright guys, this is it. This is this is the, the moment where we have to like convince him to give us whatever the, the secret weapon is. Alright, so that's gonna be hard because that is his uh pretty much right to throne is his fucking hammer that we're gonna ask him for. We don't know it's the hammer. We just know that it's an ancient weapon. Pretty sure it's gonna be the hammer. I'm willing to do the talking, but I don't have too many original ideas. If you guys want, kind of put words in my mouth. I, well, I, I come to think of it, Ash, you are pretty persuasive yourself, if I recall. So, the, what do you think? I, I mean, the bird is asking I'm to parrot us. <laughs> Sorry, that that just tickled my funny bone real quick. I was just trying to add character say I have a pretty high like charisma score or whatever, but I'm pretty sure Ash's is just as high. I'm remembering now, so it's not well, well, actually my persuasion well, is only zero. I'm pretty sure Ash's is higher. Well, so. we can tag team this. We can just be like, we can go in, and then each of us, as we're talking, the other one can like look around the like the the this like abode i guess is where we're at yeah i, I, I don't want to call it a home it's, it's pretty trashy yeah, uh, chuck, chuck can be our distraction i was about to say uh ash's persuasion is plus seven everybody else is a zero so yeah ash should go. probably if need talk. be i have a plus three to intimidation yeah you stand there looking scary yeah let's see you intimidate this guy anyways <laughs> right, sorry, let's go in and whoever's talking, whoever's not talking, look around for anything suspicious. But real quick, are we going to tell him, are we going to be honest with him, or are we going to try and trade him? Because we don't have anything to offer to trade him. All we really have... Like, knowledge, right? I mean... But what knowledge? 
Yeah, we're, we're just told to get this thing. From this he, he needs help. To get this thing. He needs. This he needs our people. This he needs, we kind of promised needs... that already. We have people who are willing to come help and kill these people. I'm just not positive he wants help from Demon King. Let's not forget we did save a whole party of refugees. <laughs> remember, so maybe Demon, remember Demon King is not alive, right? Like, Demon King like, is coming. What? Wait, wait, go based on. Okay, let's let's take a step back here. It's been a while, and yeah, Chuck Hanks I, is not I, smart to begin with. I I get that, but like, what what are you? Roll me history. How dare you? Do you think I read books? <laughs> I know you don't read books. Eleven. Okay, so the Demon King was a guy who got all kind of quote unquote the like axes like alliances together and put together like orcs giants uh dragons or i mean meta- uh, like non-metal like uh, chromatic dragons uh, or goblins everything and created like a vast horde of monsters and kind of like was kind of a horror like he was kind of a plague on kind of, quote unquote the allied races for a long a while uh and then was defeated obviously in the course of this everybody knows that he was destroyed by the kingfisher knights uh, and you guys are working for kind of the remnants of that. They even call themselves the remnants. The dark, the demon army oh. remnant knights. Oh, back and a mix them with more dark. Yeah, they're literally the leftovers of the demon army. And he's Lord Venom is clearly trying to get some of that demon army back together. Obviously, the orcs at one time fought with him, but it didn't go particularly well for them. Now they're being rounded up. So, you know, he may be there may be some leftover like conceptual distaste for the concept of the demon army but at this point you know obviously shit's going really bad so he'll accept help if he can it's a momentary allyship in exchange for the weapon correct yeah let's offer like let's try to like proliferize and say like yeah let's go ahead the demon the demon can't like this demon army red knights they're gonna it end all this crap with going on with the dreadnought and these dragon riders. So we don't we don't need to deal with them. If you if you display support to us, we can help you. And in, in this crisis right now, in my head, his dope ass his hammer is going to be the thing that we're going to have to ask hammer him for. Um, he is losing. His people are dying. Uh, yes, well, we need his help to bring back the person he had beef with. But uh, it would definitely save his people and give them time to recoup. And he, they, they were bested before. So, like, if he really tries, this could just be this. This is I, this must be what the the writers of decadence feel like, right? <laughs> like they're like, if you guys would just pay attention. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chuck Angus is trying to to make sense, and it hurts. Yeah, what are you go. trying to make sense of us taking this weapon that they obviously need to defend their people? Is that is that well, what you're trying to I was say, we can't just say fuck these people and just take it, kill this guy, leave, don't ever come back. But well, we're not going to kill him very easily, it doesn't sound like. Yeah, I don't true. think we, we are able to kill him. I'll just go for it, guys. They could try to steal the hammer. I know that look. I, I, don't, um, I don't think we'll be able to steal it. That would be impressive on our end. Uh, if we could, uh, I think we'd have more luck uh, taking the hammer and him with it to wield it in our on our behalf. Maybe oh. if we, you're right. You know? 
Yeah, you're right. Let's just let's just wing it. I, I don't. I think the hammer without him is is not. I, I think he's pretty attached to that hammer, guys. He, he seems to have a pretty special bond with it. I don't think we're I mean, gonna get away. Throw it out there. If we try and like get him to help us kill that Wendigo in that battle, we can maybe try and have them kill each other and walk away with the hammer. Why? Why do you? Why do you want to kill the Wendigo? Yeah, well, that's a good point, Chad. Why do you want to kill this thing? Other than the fact that I titled this episode "Woe is the Foe of the Wendigo." No, because I have a score to settle with that Wendigo. Personal reasons. Don't bother asking. Okay, well, but I, I have a. I have a <laughs> score. No, I'm curious. <laughs> I'll tell you after the fact, but I have a score to settle with this. Um, he, I guess and- he I guess he really liked your egg. Yeah, he was just a a nice bro, right? I'm just saying. Such a nice bro. All right. Two birds, one stone. Just saying. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, guys. Let's go ahead and get you get you together. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Do you head into the tent? Yeah, Uh, I guess. Yeah. 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 So you guys come into the tent. It's a large pavilion. It's a kind of a large pavilion set up nestled in the. Go ahead. Can I roll passive perception just as, as you're about to describe this? Can I? Yeah, I'm going to describe it, uh, but you're looking for just secrets and stuff, I guess. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me perception. Uh, but let me, while you're doing that, let me just go ahead and describe this. Uh, the, the first thing that you guys notice is that the back end, the majority of the pavilion is taking up for us with a sleeping wyvern who is just sitting at the back of the pavilion. It is a massive wyvern that has a saddle attached to it. Uh, and there's a, just a chair, like kind of a, like a stool style Viking chair that's sat down that Halfdan has sat down next to on either side of him are, are two are there's three, there's four people in the tent next to the wyvern, which is, there's like a small table next to it is kind of an elderly kind of like, he's not elderly. He's per se. He's probably, I guess, you know, now that we got to define elderly, he's probably like a 40 year old, Orc, he's got a shock of gray hair. So, so 40 is elderly. He's got a more of a hunched back and he's got a, he wears a staff, clearly some sort of orc shaman or magic caster. Uh, Yasha is obviously on his other side. And beside him, there is also is a is a full blooded uh, female orc green. And she is she looks fierce. She's got kind of like a giant scarf wrapped around her thing and like a pair of goggles hiked up on her head. And she it just looks like she just looks fierce at AF. Badass scarf too. I just I can't I can't tell you how cool this scarf is. I wish I had scarf art. Scarf. Yeah, I, ro- I rolled a ten. That's nothing. Yeah. So I mean, you you get all that. You notice that the wyvern. I mean, it clearly has been mounted, and and half Dan is like stroking it as it sleeps. Uh, you suspect that this is like his mount. Uh, uh, he's got the hammer next to him. Uh, there's a chest in the corner where you know a locked chest could be anything in there uh, there's a small cot in the corner that you also pick up on so half dan clearly sleeps next here next to his mount uh you know doesn't seem he doesn't seem to be one for like a lot of like kingly wealth or anything along those lines he's definitely like a leader of his people and he's just here to try to get the shit done he's still a paper plate kind of guy exactly yeah he, he you know he doesn't got time for dishes Welcome. What color is the wyvern? Uh, the wyvern is. I had not decided. I think it's kind the of. The wyvern more, isn't a dragon, though. I it's not. So it's not chromatic. Yeah. It's more like just dark scale, dark gray or black scales. It's more like a, a monster. They can be different colors, I know, but that's. They don't have. The, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, dragon colors matter. Uh, does anybody have any booze we can offer this guy as a kind of 
You guys, I think you no. have a, a rash. I think you had a ration of like booze that you guys drank, but I think you drank all the booze on the bangerang, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, we should have brought a gift, guys. And he, he stops and he says, first off, before we begin conversations, allow me to thank you for delivering Yasha and Aurag to us. I understand the journey was that, and I understand that you fought for us. For that, I am greatly appreciated. I have not much to thank you, but allow us to have a toast and a drink. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gracious. Much appreciated. He uh, says it, and uh, the uh, uh, the male orc, uh, the sorry, the uh, the priest-looking orc was going to pour uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cups of some sort of wine-like substance. And he's going to pass them out, and he's going to hold them up. And it's like, Grumon, give us courage. And they all kind of bow their heads. And uh, do you guys do so as well? Uh, yeah, one in Rome. Yeah, I want to bow my head, but pretend not to drink. So you're not going to drink it? Yes. Okay. So you, uh, they all drink the wine, uh, Trevor and, and Chuck? Uh, Chuck drinks. Scree, do you drink? I drink. Yeah, you just dip your beak in the thing. You find cups hard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, I, I'm really actually very curious about how like kinky you drink, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I probably think it's like a poor type situation. But that's got to be messy as AF. Like, I, um, you know, if the, the after years Janet. of practice, that's probably true. Like, and no also like it's a death procession type of thing. Like. Yeah, well, they got in their eyes are on the opposite sides of their head. Sorry, the mechanics of Scree sometimes hit me when I'm sleeping at night and I really think about it. You know what I mean? About it more than I am. <laughs> so you go to bed thinking of Scree and then wake up uh, remembering that Trevor liked uh, Interspecies Brothel. Man, that is some... Been you on guys a, are best friends. I've been on a lot of drugs, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you drinking that made you make that face? Oh, so this is matcha green tea almond latte. Oh, that's delicious. No, it was not. It was the yes, most. Yes, it is. It was the Sounds single. Okay. It was the single most vile thing I've put in my mouth today, and I've been eating steroids, which taste terrible. They do taste terrible. Mm. Matcha is delicious, dude. No, I love matcha. That's why I got it. It's just that is not good. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let's keep going. So yeah, uh, they hold up the drink, and he leads back and the guy actually goes around and starts pouring out a cup and he's going to come to you Tanner and notice that you haven't drank in your glass and he's going to just sort of look at you or, unless you're going to try to hide it well I'll just tell him I took a really small soup he says he doesn't pour anymore in your glass and comes back over and they begin nursing the drink and they, uh, they look at you he's like oh, so I suppose by the nature that you were willing to help us that you have come to ask a boon of us which I probably will not be able to do at this point as I find myself indisposed in Jotun. But I ask all the same, why have you come here? Uh, we've come to perchance strike a deal. I guess what, what uh, my friend Chuck speaks is true. We wish to barter a deal. Uh, deal from a more metaphorical sense, if you will. Metaphorical? Mainly. Please yes. dispense with these words. I, 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 I have very little time, and I am, while I 
enjoy pause. a good game. Go ahead. You can't what just pause it? me. I'm not on pause. I'm not a video <laughs> game. <laughs> pause. I need to pause this dialogue and go read my uh, uh, member's guide right now. Uh, what was this, what was specifically what we asked to get? Like, I know it's a weapon, but what what was the thing? You were asked to rec- you were asked to acquire a relic of the Demon King. You, you did not specifically were told what it was. You relic know, of the Demon King. Yeah, it's the heart that's on the hammer. Okay. You don't know that. I don't know that. Okay, no, it's fine. It's it's totally it's totally true. You don't like. I mean, it's. Cool. I don't know that. I don't. Um. Yeah, and you were also said to make an alliance with him. He wants to have an alliance with the orcs between Dark and the orcs. And we want the relic of the Demon King to help revive the Demon King, right? You do yes. not know that. That is, not, you do not know what Lord Venom's plan oh, we don't, is. Oh, we don't. Well, okay. Yeah, and I told you I was not going to go check a Crawford Princess in this when we started this campaign. I don't know what that means, but okay. Crawford <laughs> Princess is a vampiric anime. Um. Mainly, we were told we were going to get our, blank, our brain slug doses if we brought the hammer back. That's exactly. The, that's the, the let's let's be honest. What you guys actually care about is the brain slug dose. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, let's get down to brass tacks. We are uh, in somewhat wanting to negotiate Unpause. on behalf of <laughs> Sark. Yes. Sorry. Don't do that to me again. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, as a DM, I'm insulted. But you can totally pause to ask me questions, but don't tell me to pause. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Trevor. Unpaused. I can we pause are, you. <laughs> we are here to negotiate on behalf of Dark. You heard of them? Uh, can't say I have. Uh, who are you? The Demon Army Remnant Knights. Uh, you have any have any memory of the Demon King? I obviously do. I served in his army. Uh, you're not the only organization claiming to be that has only been here and claiming to be the descendants of him and. A claim to his power, so oh, we're not claiming to be his descendants per se, oh, but on. we so have met claiming to be their descendants. The cult of suffering is here. They claim to be uh, following the will of the demon king. What do they look like? There wouldn't happen to be three of them, would there? No, there is not. There is only the one red jack. Red jack is that what he goes by, or is he is his name Jack and he look, he's red? I, he he's referred to by the orcs as Red Jack. I see. Well, I don't know we what s- I don't know what he looks like. He wears a mask. Well, we were sent by Lord Venom to recover a relic of the Demon King. What do you say to that? You were sent by Lord Venom. I wish we could give you some proof of that but he specifically told us we wouldn't be able to if you are of lord venom i'm i understand but uh, that sounds like him right well i i can't give you proof but i i can i do indeed have the object that he is referring to it was entrusted to me for safekeeping well uh your your watch is over go say uh I, i have an inkling is it is it that their hammer? Is that hammer? The... No, this is a, uh, a. That's a snazzy hammer. I thought it had to be important. This was forged by dwarves uh, in the mountain here before it was taken over. I discovered it in a dungeon. The item to which you seek is the sea axe. It was the weapon wielded by Bargul during the Demon King's wars. 
Oh, great. Uh, that's what we were came for. Uh, know, know that if you aid us in getting the secret axe, uh, you would be ax- have access to all of Dark's many, many resources. And I mean many resources. I care very little for resources or that. I have a very specific set of problems here, and I would like to know how you intend to help me. I'm not going to part with the sea axe just because you come begging for it or claim that you are more, and I don't particularly care if you are the proper person that I was promised to ret- retain the sea axe for. Whoa, whoa, who's begging? We're willing to work for it. What are you? What kind of help do you need? I By mean, resources, we've... we mean guys to come fight. It's a lost battle at this point. Have you not looked outside? We hide in a mountain. The fury of the giants means nothing as long as they have griffins in the air that can drop their sky bolts on their skulls. We hide in this mountain because, luckily enough, the giants and the dragons fought long ago and built homes underground to prevent themselves from being killed by dragons from the air. And I have nothing to do to fight them. We have manticore flights. But unfortunately, as long as the Indomitable is here, they're able to resupply their griffins and that goddamn silver dragon and the dragoon is here and we cannot meet them in open battle. They've killed many of our manticores and more to the point, I cannot escape it because even in the high of summer, all of these, all of the waters along the coast and the waterway in here are completely frozen. I have no idea why, although I have an inkling. And he looks over at the shaman next to him. Oreg tells me that on your way here you encountered a monster on the mountain. Uh, yes. I believe it was a... Really? Uh, dude, I'm not even trying to... Uh, was the giant Wendigo. 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 If if there was a way for you to unfreeze the waters here, we would press upon the Jarl to go south with us and take my people from here before they are finally captured. But I cannot do this unless there's a way to unfreeze and lift this endless winter. And I have a feeling, and our shamans agree, we believe the monster on the mountain is causing the endless winter in this area. Why would he do a thing like that? The uh, the orc looks at you, and he the so the the male uh, orc looks at you, and he says, uh, "Because he is my father, I am the Grimshock, priest to Grumon, as my father before me was. My father was the priest that held the mountain temple above Grumon." It held the ceremonies there to our god. But he broke faith long ago and was excommunicated by King Haftan. He prayed to the old gods and made blood sacrifices to them. Haftan excommunicated him and blocked the mountain pass so that he would starve up there with his followers. After which we believe he put some sort of curse that has caused him to turn into this horrific monster. Right. Well, firstly, let me say, sorry about your father. Secondly, he was a bad Grimshock. He abandoned the ways of our kind. Abandoned it? How? 
you worship the old gods. I literally just explained this. Listen, Ed. <laughs> Why did he uh, forsake the uh, new gods for the old? Grumon is a good god. All that he brings is that you have courage when you face things. Sometimes those that lose their courage can lose their way to him. He lost courage. He sought help from the Sea Witch. Who's the Sea Witch? I do not know. So it's believed that the Sea, that the sea Witch corrupted your father and turned him into this Wendigo. I do not know how it happened, as he would have had to have placed the curse after Lord Haftan exiled him to the mountain with his followers. Exiled him. It did seem pretty cursed up there. All right, so if, I'm, if I have this right, half half answer. You need a way to unfreeze the lakes, which you be, believe are being controlled by this our friend's father here, who is a Wendigo. And if we unfreeze the lakes, you will tell us where... I thought he would give friend, it to us. Yeah, I thought you would give it to us. I'd be willing to part with that on the understanding that you would help us... Uh, do damage to the indomitable as much as we can well we're only three people here they're assholes though so i understand but i would suggest that if you are willing to help with this i would part with this with the axe to who and i would give you aid to fight them all right all right i also need help uh if you have any insight on Red Jack and the Cult of Suffering, I would very much appreciate it, as I am concerned as to why they are here and why he talks with the Jarl. I believe the Jarl thinks that the reason that the winter has fallen is correctly because we broke faith with the old gods or whoever had the, the previous Grimshock had talked to. I think that Red Jack is trying to convince the Jarl to sacrifice the orc refugees to restore the old god, so that they will free them from their wintry curse. As I recall, and I turn to uh, Halfdan, you are not so much a fan of sacrifices. That yes. Is, that is correct. Also, I would not be a fan of them sacrificing all of my people. Understandable. He, we have put, we have been long here and weighed upon him, and he is frustrated because his great strength means nothing in the face of these aerial combatants using magics and long-ranged attacks to take out his thing. He hides in his mountain and he is stuck here, unable to flee on his mighty ships. He has been made lame and he must do his best, and I understand the feeling very much so. All the same, I do not... I find that in his fury he is striking out his worstwhile, erstwhile allies... Where'd they go? Why no. You us. Oh, yeah. Right. I would ask. Unfortunately, I would ask and send you with Manticores on flight of Manticores back to the mountain. Would you be willing to attempt to kill the Wendigo? Do you have any people to come accompany us and attempt to take this down? Orag will go with you. The Wendigo, we have learned, is impervious to piercing 
and physical attacks. It seems. And yeah, to slashing and piercing weaponry. Do if you, you have any worthy, other? You, I will lend you two weapons that'll help you. Prove worthy, eh? You must be worthy to wield Hearthbreaker. Oh, that weapon! He holds up the hammer and throws it, and uh, throws it, and it just sort of like it kind of does like a Thor's hammer thing, where it kind of kind of flies over and lands on the ground. I kind of kind of look over at Chuck, like, uh, "You think you might be up for that?" Uh, I grab it and try and lift it up. Make a DC Wisdom check. DC Wisdom check. Eighteen. Yeah, you manage it. Uh, you're able to lift Hearthbreaker, and you feel warmth spread uh, throughout your body as it comes to you. Uh, and he looks at you. He looks surprised, and he says, "Well, if you can." I just say the, the sudden warmth on in Chuck Angus like totally made him like soften up. Like he is just got like so like, oh wow, life's not so bad. I've added it. I've added it to your inventory, Chuck. Huzzah! Uh, apparently, there was some sort of test that occurred with Hearthbreaker, similar to I don't want to say I ripped off Thor's hammer, but I did a little bit. Just sue me, fuck it. Uh, but he seems he seems to kind of nod at that and said, uh, uh, "The hammer will that does uh, should do damage to him. It has a magical ability. Also, you will have to go. I assume that whatever curse has been done had be." had befouled the temple of Grumon at the peak. If you can go there and free the temple and undo the curse, you will require the hammer to melt uh, the way inside. Um, he then also looks at you and he says, uh, I also, for those else, I see that you have a magic caster in your group. He should not be affected by the Wendigo's armor. Uh, but for you, Kinkuken, uh, I have this. And he pulls out a, uh, a silver spike. And he tosses it to you, hand over end. So it's essentially just a just a D four dagger, but it is silvered. Ah, um, shiny. Yep, it's any, very uh, shiny. Spare alcohol to so do some Molotov cocktails because fire does do something to it. We might be able to come up with something like that, but uh, and there's a, a ringing in the distance, and he says uh, 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 an aide runs in and drops down. <laughs> Half done. The Jarl is calling the moot. He says that you have attacked one of his men. Half done sort of like rolls his eyes and he says, yep. Rich. You see that he's standing right here, right? What do you mean? I'm speaking to the messenger being like, he obviously couldn't have attacked somebody. He's he's standing right here. What he, do you mean? He, he did attack somebody when you guys came in. Yeah. The, the giant. The remember? giant. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He, yeah. Just, he like smeared him with the hammer. Yeah, there was that guy. He's he's going to re- reach over and grab the hammer from you, Chuck, and he's going to say, I'm going to need this for this one, okay? Um, and like that, all the warmth flood out, and like I got super <laughs> sad again, be like, yeah, that sounds about right. I do want to say, while you are wielding Hearthbreaker, you do have, I believe, uh, Hearthbreaker has an extra D6 fire damage to all attacks. Uh, it can also has an ability to three times a day to be thrown and returns to your hand. Molnir. Uh, and it also uh it uh it cannot be lifted by those of lacking courage. 
So basically when I was like, I don't know, somebody else try it. Wouldn't have worked. Wasn't confident. Well, you had to roll a DC wisdom save, which is like the, the quote unquote courage. Uh, yeah. Wisdom is courage? Yeah. I, I rule it is. Fuck you. Thus it goes to Chuck <laughs> Angus, the wisest of us all. Well, he might be the most courageous. We'll see if he can stay courageous. Oh, he's on definitely the, mountain. the most courageous. Yeah. It's also the one that synergizes the best with his setup. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more why that happened. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. They get ready to leave the tent. He's like, you better come with me. They're going to want to see you. Oh, all right. I think we lost Tanner. We did. Oh, no. Yep. Okay. Uh, so it is 8.15 now. Uh, I think I'm going to take a, just a short break real quick because I need to stretch my back because it hurts a little bit. And we're going to wait for Tanner to get back. So sorry to be a little bit quick on the draw tonight, guys, but we're going to do our best and keep going. So just give us just a minute here. Uh, thank you very much. Pods. Sorry about that, guys. we got everything squared away. We've got a little bit of a hurricane going on in the background. We're trying to make it work. Uh, yeah, gentlemen, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get back on track to figuring out. Uh, I can't figure out if that's on your screen or my screen. I think your camera's cracked, Trevor. It's really interesting. Anyways, funny. We'll work on that later. Your camera's cracked? No worries. Might be me. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah. So you guys are ushered into a large audience chamber. Captain comes ahead and there's uh, an honor guard of uh, of manticores. You guys have not. Have, have you guys seen manticores before? Uh, manticores are kind of like this. I, it kind of looks a little My bit. My reference like, point is onward. I'm sorry. I don't know. So, you know, hot, older, late. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, a manticore is actually like it's a highly dangerous. It was kind of a Greek mythology beast. Uh, it can, it's a it's obviously got a lion shaped body with a tail with lots of uh, spikes. Uh and it also has like a kind of like a human like bearded face that kind of looks it is kind of like a beast. And it's kind of like the the tail kind of extends from like there would be animals that people would see out in the woods. And, you know, they would see like a human face in the animal and they'd be like freak out. And ha- these are winged creatures and they are sentient. And uh, a guard of them, you see, it's actually the the lady who you never was never introduced in the tent is actually next to him is on the back of one of these manticores. And there's another orc on back, as well as the grim shock that was with you, as well as uh, half Dan, who is did not bring his wyvern, but he's walking forward with the hammer in hand. And you guys are following as well as you are ushered into a massive amphitheater sized for the frost giants. And there are 12 frost giants seated on massive boulders and at the front of it you see a massive frost giant almost as tall as a storm giant he has a ice covered axe next to him at the base of his uh of his frozen throne and you see next to him on a small dais is a man that uh is kind of flamboyant looking he kind of has more like a Kind of like a Victorian style dress. It's kind of like a silk suit. It's a red. All of his things are in red. And upon his face, he has a two sided mask. One is happy. One is sad. And he's just wearing the side. And you see at the crown of his head sits a crown of thorns that is cutting into his skull. You see a line of dripping blood running down one side of the mask as if the crown had just been rotated slightly freshly opening wounds upon his scalp. Otherwise, his head is shaved bald and you see that the mask is running down and you 
can see from here that his eyes are red and uh, they shine brightly. And he sort of has kind of this like leaning back, easy feel standing next to a massive frost giant as if that thing could reach down and crush him at any time. Oh, okay. half done. It has come to my attention that you have struck our sentry. And Halfdan kind of steps forward, walks forward past the sentry to the center of kind of this area. And he just sort of looks up to you and he's like, uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's a much better speaker than I am. So he doesn't go, um, like, so I just want to make that clear. Um, Jack, the person went, um, uh, he's, he speaks, he steps forward and he says, uh, it would not have been necessary have your sentient begin to prevent our allies from entering. He says, what allies do you speak of? I was told a minotaur, a bird, and a half-elf of all things has approached our sanctuary. These are not your allies. And he says, they came to treat and offer aid. And that I am in this hour, as you most certainly know, we are not low enough to turn away such things. And he says, unless they will hurt our other allies. And he leans over and looks down at like the red man sitting next to him on a, on a kind of a raised dais. And the red man says, indeed. Hello. I have come to understand that these men claim to be members of dark. How does he know that? Never said that. Yeah. You said that to half Dan. Yeah. Said we were representing Dark. Didn't say we were. Man, believe that guy. I want to inside check on him. Yeah, go ahead. How does say- he know that? Yeah, that's a fantastic question, Ed. Um, you roll insight. Uh, did yeah, I'm trying to right now. Sorry. No worries. Just Tanner. Yeah, uh, Tanner can. I mean, you, you all can. Go ahead. Fourteen. Yeah, he seems on the level. He thinks you're a member of Dark. Ash, you get the same thing. Ten into fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be lying. He's like, he's saying that you're a member of Dark. I I inquisitive. What makes you say that? Where's your proof? Are you not? Are you not? I just want to know where you get your information from. Are you not? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Who are we talking to now? I am a member of the Cult of Suffering, the true followers of King Bargul. True followers? If you are not a member of Dark, then I do truly apologize. But what has brought you here to the home and feet of the great frost giants? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, that took me back. Like you got you got you guys are fucking up here because are are you dark or how are you presenting yourself to the frost giants? Well, I believe our business is our own. We came to meet with Halfdan. You are, we're, find we're really yourself being now. You find yourself Halfdan is a guest in the home of the frost giants. This is their ancestral home, and yet you claim that you couldn't possibly bring yourself to tell the business to the frost giants in a time of war. Yeah, I believe that's pretty reasonable. 
It is certainly most eccentrically not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who, who are and you? And I suggest, giant speaking for the Lord Yaw, that you please banish them from this place or crunch them to bits. I'm sorry. What authority do you have here? His sorry. His authority is none, but he speaks good common sense. Why have these intruders come here, Halfdan? They have come to offer aid to me, and I seek to find it out. Unlike you, I do not seek one source of aid. I seek to keep our options open and understand the situation that as it involves. Be still, though. I would know why they have come. Aftan, tell them to tell me why they are here. He turns to you and he says, uh, I would ask that you be honest with the Jarl, if you would. Are you members of Dark? Uh, yes, we're members of Dark. I just yes. want to know where this person I've never seen of or heard of knows who we are. Yeah, I've only said that to you, Lord Aftan. Why would it matter how I know? I have my sources. It's, it's very untrustworthy to get, garner information from others before even introducing yourself. Why would I need any introduction? Because you're talking an awful lot for it at a frost giant convention. I am well known to the frost giants here, unlike well, you. Not, you. You are the only person in this room who has come here who knows nothing of this place. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not even going to against the frost giant. With a Can I get someone outside. to explain in common English what's going to happen to us right now? Halfdan kind of looks back at you and he says, this is Red Jack. He has come here as a member of the Cult of Suffering to, be to offer aid to the Frost Giant Jarl. What type of aid? Uh, it's a great question. He turns back and he says, it seems that we have two competing forces here to offer aid. I suppose that we should bear out and counsel what the aid that is offered to both sides. Would that not be good to help our forces to see what best way we can see clear of the situation. I have talked to these gentlemen here and they offer an option to which I think I could send them to free up the ices around the cave and the frost giants around and start talking. And they're like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, they start kind of mumbling around us. If these three adventurers can free us of the ice that binds your great ships, we could flee from this place and find a life for ourselves. What offers does Red Jack make to help? I too have offered to help unbind the ice here. I do not know what way or methodology they would seek to do to bring about the end of it. But I for one know of ancient magics and an offer from our patroness that would help. Though I doubt you would find it palatable, Lord Halfdan. No, okay. no. See, see, uh, what was it that he just said that it it was a uh, what to their their mistress, goddess, patroness, patroness. Patron 
Who is their patroness? I don't think we know that. Are we asking? Roll. Yeah, I guess you could ask, or you could just roll history. This is the cult of suffering. Do we know who the cult of suffering is? Yeah, they're like the descendants of uh, Marvel, right? Well, they claim to be the descendants of his, like, will. All right, Scree, you've had a run-in with the cult of suffering before. The cult of suffering are maniacs that worship kind of the old gods and some of the things. And, like, uh, definitely Bargul's was steeped in some of the power of the old gods. Uh, the patroness to which he refers to is the Sea Witch. The same sea witch that Scree knows this. He has not explained it to you. Okay, okay, okay. I don't see an insight rule, a history check for Ash. So I don't know what Ash knows. Sorry. I don't. I am doing. Yeah, yeah. I'll just whisper to Chuck since he was asking. He speaks of the sea witch person. <laughs> and in a in a game of like. Whisper, whisper, I, I whispered to half Dan. Uh, they, they're aligned with the sea witch that turned your friend's father into the Wendigo. They mean to sacrifice the rest of the orcs to prevent the ice. They want us all dead. Why are they pretending to cooperate with you then? What's it for them? They're cooperating with the giants, not us. They're convinced that if the giants, they're trying to convince the giants that if they kill us off, it'll free the ice and they can escape. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm not keen to tell them that it was our Grimshock that caused the ice to freeze. Too sweet, you shouldn't be, because it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't just your Grimshock, it was also their patroness. That I cannot prove. Well, let's let's see. Let's, let's try. Let's try poking a bit, poking the bear a bit, if you will. If you would like uh, to proceed, yeah. That's so I'll turn uh, after. We, well, I'll turn around from our huddle that we were soon. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Mister Jack uh, Crimson, if you will, who is exactly who is patron? Jack. I, I hate this voice already. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but please okay. continue. Uh, forgive me, Burgundy, uh, but. What is your patron, the patroness that you speak so highly of? Clearly, as a man, as as a you know scholarly people as ourselves, we should we would be able to hear about this one, right? The mistress of the oceans, she is. Hmm. Mistress of the oceans. What what kind of uh, authority does she have? What are what what are her credentials? Her what power are... is great and terrible, and many it... have prayed to her. Examples. Myself. What do you mean you're an example? I have prayed to her. You asked for an example. Of her power. Would you like a demonstration, Minotaur? I mean... Yeah, Chuck would love one. Yeah. My Jarl, the Minotaur has asked for combat. May I grant it? Oh, no. I cannot, uh, I cannot ask that you do combat on behalf of the court. We shall have a second be forth, but if this be decided here, then let the gods decide by blood. The Minotaur has offered challenge. Is this your intent, Horned One? Uh, I'd be gladly to take them on, but not right now. I just came from a 
a wicked hard duel not too long ago with with some some wicked hard monsters. Uh, I definitely would need a rest first. We uh, shall allow a night for you to rest, and on the morrow we shall have this decided. Red Jack, I ask that you pick your first to fight the Minotaur. And she's going to say, I will allow for our one follower of the cult of suffering among your court to be my warrior. And he turns and he points. I'll, I'll, I'll raise my hand. Yes. Half elf. Oh, I thought you were just looking for volunteers to fight. You would fight your own person? Yeah, I, I'm all about serving the, um, the mistress. Of Let the us city. not play a theater here. In Who's theater, playing? people die. But who's playing? Allow us to invent and fit. On the morrow, what is your name, Minotaur? Uh, Chuck Angus. Chuck Angus will be killed by our mighty second. Um, hold on. Getting his name. Uh, 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 Bjorn, and uh, one of the ice giants stands up and comes forward and throws down his mighty axe. And he just like he kind of does one of these at you and just like points one finger that's the size of your own head. And he reaches down and he pokes you, uh, Chuck. Um, he goes to poke me. Can I like try to like do a, a test of, of strength? Of yeah, person? go ahead and make an athletics check. Boom, crit, baby. Oh, that's a great. Uh, we're going to test for him. Just one second, guys. Exactly. 27. He matches <laughs> you. Uh, you both stand off perfectly. He did not crit to get that. <laughs> I know. He got a plus nine, which means he rolled a 18. Yeah. So, but I mean, his athletics is only two more. He, he is. He is slightly intimidated by the fact that you were able to, like, even push back against him a little bit. Rah. This is a fighter clearly beyond your capability, Chuck. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And let combat decide and let the blood of this combat conflict decide which of your sides, whether it be Red Jack and his cult of suffering or the dark and Chuck Angus and his group to help us escape from the indomitable tomorrow, then. And the council is ended. Uh, wait, tomorrow, like night by dawn. And Alex, I need rest. I can't do it yeah. by dawn. But it's not going to be a full rest. Yeah, Give me a, it is going to be a full rest. What are you talking about? It's overnight, right? Yeah. I'm you, trying, you get a give night. Give us to at least like high noon. Come on, be dramatic. About no, it. it's going to be dawn. Like you fight at dawn. <laughs> wrong with dawn? It's dramatic, right? It's going to have a sunrise <laughs> over the mountaintops. Why? Chuck, why are you stalling? Because I'm trying to stall. Don't question me for these people. Why I'm trying to <laughs> You're stall. You're trying, trying to stall. stall. You should have turned down the trial by combat. I was wondering why you did it. <laughs> It's a fucking frost giant. 
because now I'm going to say, let's go in the middle of the night. Like This is sorry, because no one's going to hear this. I'm not telling my, my, my plan right now. We're going to go now, get the jump on the thing, get rid of it, to not even let them have a chance and be like, yeah, we already did it. Boom, whatever. We're going to be like, we already did it. Like, what? We're going to admit that we snuck, that we cheated, that we snuck in the night and and killed your your opponent? Not our opponent, the the, the the fucking Wendigo. Yeah. We're going to take care of it now to not even do any of that shit. Like, we got the job done. Boom. Man. All right, let's uh, go so I can explain that. If the way to go is a bitch during the day, it's going to be a son of a bitch. Half Dan is going to turn and look at you and he's just going to say, I cannot possibly allow that to happen. That's why I was aiming for noon. So we have some time. I cannot allow you to leave. First, our honor as orcs would be violated. Second, you would be leaving us at the mercy of them. Third, why did you challenge a frost giant you knew you could not beat? Oh, it seemed kind of a good idea at the time. Like, we can sneak out and go do it, guys. Like, I am as here going to isolate you so that you cannot leave before the fight tomorrow morning. I unfortunately must do this. I apologize, friends, if this leads to your friend's death, but honor demands it. I'll come back. Doubtful. I'm going to go kill the fucking Wendigo and come back. The Wendigo would be even a greater challenge than this frost giant. Which is why I tried to put it for noon to not do it exactly at night. Hold on. Are we outside of the... uh, the Yeah, you guys are outside. You're like walking back towards the tent. Chuck, you should be fine. The rules were very loose. Didn't that say if we we couldn't help you? Or if like there wasn't any kind of... It's a dual one-on-one. Okay. So we just so what, what what are they gonna do if you just turn invisible? And there you go. That's like ten free rounds of just hitting on them. I think you'll be fine, Chuck. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to pretend I didn't hear you suggesting cheating. Half Dan says, but he's just, you, Half Dan is there, by the way. Unless you I'm guys want to talk. Dan, Half Dan, I'm sorry. This is no, time. yeah, no, no. I, I say, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna cheat. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. We're not gonna cheat. I'm looking. I'm looking for pen paper. Because, hold on, guys. We need to we need to not talk too loud. That guy heard shit or knew I stuff. I can't believe I just Chuck Dingus just told me to be quiet. That's that is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So you get he you're ushered back to like a small tent area near the Manticore pens, and they're all kind of looking at you. And you realize the Manticores are the guards because they're sentient, kind of like giant monster things, and so uh, they're watching you to make sure you don't leave. And there's just a small fire and a pot of soup that's set up for you. Got fire, small soup. Um, saying he's not gonna let me leave at night. Uh, can I use the hearthbreaker? Uh, you could ask him. Uh, I'm gonna, in retrospect, say no. Uh, I mean, for the fight tomorrow. No. Why not? Because why would I allow you? It might be forfeit to the giants. And they hate that weapon. I mean... Why do they hate it? Because it harms them. It's very powerful against them. It's the only reason probably haven't attempted to kill us at this point. So the weapon that could be really effective against frost giants shouldn't be used to fight them in the long run. 
why should I allow it to be given to you and risk it if if they look? I'm more than happy to get it, but I don't bet on you even with the hammer. Chuck Angus, not to be offensive, he's a massive fucking giant. You are outsized, outmatched, and outclassed here. If you don't if you don't prevail, you also lose me the hammer. It is almost assuredly then that Red Jack will convince them to sacrifice the rest of the orcs, and I will be powerless to stop them. Then I better not lose, and I won't if you give me the heartbreaker. I doubt that, as I just said. Unless you guys have a reason as to why this plan would work in the thanks, I do not trust you as allies that you would endear yourself to such a plan as this. Well, later or not happening, but your fates are kind of tied with ours, so... Might as well help us to help yourself. I still have more irons in the fire that I can reach for than you. I appreciate that you have come and I understand my situation is dire, but I'm not going to. I'm not going. I cannot risk all my people's life on one egg, especially when that egg has horns and is a moron. No offense. None taken. I mean, I think some should have been taken. Exactly my point in place. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, it is what it is. I, I have this fight tomorrow. Like I said, you could let me go and try and take out this Wendigo tonight with the hearth hammer and just be done with it. If you were to not come back tomorrow, which if you were smart, I would assume you would not. I would I mean, be forced to take on that fight as well. Well, very likely you a won't kill it or B, you'll just run away. I won't run away. I'm gonna go kill this thing. That's the plan. <sighs> you realize we have happened. you realize we have like a day of like repertoire here to go on. So it's just just no way for me to trust you at this point. You have I made mean, your choice and you have done it poorly. Tomorrow you will fight the giant, and that is it. And I apologize. Alright. Maybe Perhaps if it is any consolation, know that we are all doomed ultimately here, and I don't have a way out of this. I think you do have a way out of it. You're just willing what, to compromise. In what way do I have a way out of this, other than allowing you, you to escape and worsening you, my position here? You give Chuck the Heartbringer, and he wins. Why would he win against a giant with the Hearthbreaker? Yes, because it is a considerable amount of fire damage, but it has to be wielded well. But, he, but Chuck has a secret weapon. It has that the potion that, that is the strength of a frost giant. I don't have that anymore. You don't? I got vaporized. Unless it was in the bag of holding that someone else had. Yeah, you're fucked, Chuck. Sorry, man. Check the bag of holding. You guys even ever looked in the bag of holding? I think we established that we still have the bag of holding. You do indeed. All right, pet pet the spine. It was on Scree's person, yeah. Go ahead, you pet the spine? Yeah, Yeah. I pet the spine. Make an animal animal handling roll. Me? Me? Yeah. Whoever petted the spine. Whoever's petting the spine. Yeah. I'll pet the spine. spine. Yeah. It it opens up and inside the only thing in the pack. I mean, you guys have had other things in there, some other rations and stuff. But the only thing in the pack at the top is a blue potion. Eh? Eh? I totally forgot about this. (laughs) I mean, he asked us in the beginning. I thought I totally lost it. 
but I also forget we have the bag of holding on us. You never actually took it out of the bag. The potion was given to you in the bag. Like he handed you the bag and with the ring and like literally didn't give you time to like attune to the ring and threw you over the side. So it actually never technically went into your pack. I actually went back and listened to the sequence and I was rushed during it. So sweet. I know. And you never actually told me that uh, you, you that you didn't do it. So I, I uh. I grab uh, Ash and I embrace them. I'm like, you genius idiot, help. You're hurting my back. All right, are you going to take a long rest? I, but yeah, I tell him, like, I, I tell him, like, give me, give me the fucking axe. I have this, this potion. Together, our powers combine. And worst comes worst, we see. No, we don't do that. No. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, we got it. I definitely think before, like, I go for the match, uh, uh, you should put some buffs and spells on me without people knowing. Oh, you you got it. All right, let's go ahead and describe what's about to happen. So, uh, God damn it. Hold on one sec, guys. I'm sorry. I am not paying for that. All right, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, fucking D&D Beyond wants me to pay for something. Uh, uh, so I'm just going to put it in chat. You drink this potion, you become huge for 24 hours. If you are medium or smaller, otherwise potion does nothing. For that duration, your strength becomes 25 if it isn't already higher, and your hit point maximum is doubled your current hit point. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, nice. Also, everything you are carrying and wearing also increases inside for the duration when rolling damage for a weapon enlarged in this manner, roll three times the normal number of dice. For example, an enlarged longsword would deal 3d8 slashing. So if it's a maul, it'd be 3d12. So if I use the Hearthbreaker, it'd be... 66 no it does doubles the weapon damage to the physical thing because it's just bigger it doesn't actually double the magical damage as it would so the hearthbreaker would just had a d6 and then you're going to essentially just have two extra d12s yeah Chuck, okay i think you got it all right let's see how chuck does so it's the next morning what are you guys going to cast as you guys are preparing for oh go ahead what do you guys want to do this night well i was asking is chuck are you wearing armor to this thing I have um, studded armor on. Uh, I do have resistance against cold, which is great against a frost giant. Also, I think we should cycle through a call um, our our dude and ask him about the fucking cult of sorrow. Like, we have that mental connection, right? If you say his name like three times. Oh, Zelix. Yep. So I think we should definitely tune Delix in, given an update and ask for information of the the cult. Okay, we can do it right now. Alright, you guys call Zelix? Who calls Zelix? I'll do it. Uh, Zelix, Zelix, Zelix. You rang. Uh, yeah, we, we are we are on our on mission on doing it. 
Yeah. Uh, we just need we just need to know a little bit more about the uh, children of sorrow. The children of sorrow. Uh, the other name is. I turned to screen. Uh, There's a cult of sorrow. Cult of sorrow. Cult of suffering. Suffering. Cult of suffering. Suffer. Uh, they are followers. And, and someone called Red Jack. And someone called Red Jack. Red Jack is there. Uh, yeah. He's kind of an asshole. I'll be honest. This bodes ill. I love to talk to Lord to, Venom. He's trying to smooth talk the Frost Giants to turn against uh, the the Half Orcs, and we 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 we. we we met him, and we're 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 getting we're get, we're doing things. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the, Red Jack is attempting to plot with the with the, the Frost Giants in order to kill all the orcs to have them not be in possession of our ancient relics. So we gotta figure out what Red Jack's all about. We know some of what Red Jack is about. He claims to have been a demon army general back in the day. Uh, though Lord Venom never knew him, so I have no idea if that was true. We doubt it to be so. Uh, he is a follower of some of the old gods that supported, at the time, uh, Bargul's reign. Uh, he seems to be a follower. Uh, generally, they seek greater amounts of bloodshed and sacrifice. Uh, not necessarily somebody who we necessarily wanted to create an alliance with, as they could be particularly unpredictable. presence there probably entices that the sea witch was at some point present in the area. And I, and I go, what, what's he saying? What's he saying? Oh, uh, oh, it's, it's just Gavin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really say too much. Can they provide aid to our cause? Will their armies march for us? The orcs. Uh, he's asking if they'll march with us, the orcs. Uh, currently answers no to that, right? No, I think so, yeah. Uh, they'll take. They'll take the help. Yeah, they'll take. They'll, so Zelix, they'll take the help. I mean, if we have to win this one-on-one tomorrow, it pretty much boils down to that. Who is fighting one-on-one? Uh, it's Chuck. So we should be good. Are you sure? We sound kind of fucked, to be honest with you. I uh, know he's got that potion you guys gave him. I'm gonna give him a little haste spell. Like, don't count out Red Jack. He won't not cheat. That means we can cheat. Yeah. Well, just wait, make wait, sure. What do he say? What do he say? What do he say? Just make he sure. Said, just he make said sure. Jack's gonna cheat. All right, then I'm gonna need you guys to to go prevent him from cheating. Go all Hermione Granger during the Quidditch Quidditch tournament and stop it. Counter hex the head. <laughs> just be prepared for it. Oh, we're prepared. Best notion to stop a cheater is to cheat first, right? Have you located the item that Halfdan held of the Demon King? Have you located uh, the CX? No, we have not yet. Um, apparently, that he won't give us any indication of where it is until we help his people. I know, loser, right? Be careful. He is wily. He might have it in a location that would be unforeseeable. Like where? I don't know. No. I doubt he lost it. That would have been a great blow for him. He was. The Orc King was supposed to watch over it. It was a symbol to his people of the claim to the throne so it's a powerful item unto itself i can't imagine that he would have abandoned it 
What's he saying? What's he saying? Oh my God. Is, is this Gavin all about like the I assume just how great it is? Well, just anytime I think yeah, we've established ask anytime what, we have a mind called what, Zelix. What, what the ax, ask him what the axe looks like. What does the axe look like? Zelix, you must have seen that before. The handle has holes like a flute, and the axe is great, and the back end it has a spike of it in a hole, and it could be played like a flute. Well, it's a stupid instrument. Chuck. It could be used to call magical monsters from anywhere. It was a terrible weapon. Oh, oh. That bred in Bargul a great hatred and rage. So it can call monsters. So like a recorder. Essentially. Like a, like a flute. Like like the Green Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I have the sound effect from that ready to go for it. So I'm just saying I'm so proud of you, Ed, right now. <laughs> of course. Uh, real quick, because I, I want to be right so bad. Ask him if there's a heart on it or what, like, I know it's a flute, but like, okay, yeah. So there's no uh, heart on it. It's oh, it would, damn it. It would have it would probably have a design of some of the old gods, most likely three eyes or a red key. A red key, and it's a flute. All right, at least we now know what it looks like. So, uh, Chuck, what kind of what kind of buff do you want tomorrow? I can make you invisible. I can make uh, you real fast. Does uh, is Zelix or, still on the call? Yeah, like, does Zelix have any more information for us? Does he have any advice? Uh, I kind of just tune him out after a while. He just goes away. <laughs> uh, Zelix still here? Hello? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I just, you know, got a burrito in the microwave. I was about to say, Zelix, how are you feeling the days while we're out here on this mission? Uh, we've been flying around. Uh, we've been trying to repair the ship. We had to drop off uh, the uh, bag of nails and his companions over at uh, at uh, at Wait. Keeper City. Is this a group call? Can we all talk to Zelix? Do I have to not go through? <laughs> just yeah. like, all right, let's just assume just we can. Can you stop questioning it, Ed? It's really start like you just you're. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm trying to RP here. Because if he says something, and technically I don't hear it. I know, I know. We established twice, and yet you're still doing on about it. So it's okay. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> word, 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 word. All right. So we got to prevent Red Jack from cheating. Uh, we can't really trust them. Uh, I I want haste. Uh, I want, like, anything you can give me to, to help me fight. And I also want you guys to like keep an eye on Red Jack and like, and if he looks like he's doing anything, do stuff right back. You got illusions. You got sleight of hand. You got backstabbing. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yes, anyone's gonna keep a check at screen. I guess I could. Uh... Huh? Not sure. I can keep any all, all any magic business away, but he like it does some underhand the ship where like notes are being passed or kill him. Yeah, just kill him right off the bat. What are we saying? All right, it's the next morning. You guys are get all the effects of a full rest, uh, and you're ushered out with great ceremony to the fighting pit, where across from you is your great uh, giant who's wearing just massive uh, studded leather armor covered in frost and bearing a single bladed Danish great axe. I mean, it's not Danish in this universe, but you know what the fuck I mean. That's two, like a two handed great axe that he's got at the side. 
and he seems to be preparing, pacing back and forth. Uh, his second is another giant who's like rubbing his shoulders, getting him ready, putting in his mouth guard, that sort of shit. All right. Um, like Rocky, like showing up with like his best friend. Everybody <laughs> else, everybody else is kind of like the giants are like chuckling. They're like, "Look at that tiny ass thing." All right. I, I guess. Um, can they can they put the spells on me now? And like, how how long to like actually wait till the fight so they actually do some? You can try to cast the spells beforehand, uh, but uh, they're probably gonna notice. Are you gonna take the potion now? Uh, notice, what do you mean by notice? Like, am I gonna... They'll probably notice if you cast spells upon you guys, you guys try to hide it. Because, like, I could drink the potion, and I'm assuming while I'm transforming, like, if they put the spells on me, then it'll be easier to hide? Or am I wrong in that? No, that's absolutely, like, yeah, you'll have to make, I mean, there'll still have to make maybe deception checks with advantage, but other than that... Unless you want to hide it, you can also not hide it. It's you don't. You don't know how the frost giants will actually technically react. Um, I could, I could do this. I could uh, make both of you and Scree invisible, giving Scree a good opportunity to get into position somewhere. Now, me being invisible doesn't doesn't matter. I have to be seen. I have to be from the center. I have to go fight. Yeah, because they um, might they yeah. might just say that's a that might just be illegal. You don't know. You could ask Kaftan, who's there. Uh, yeah. Um, I asked Kaftan like, so so what are the rules? Can I get buffed? Can I can I? Uh... Mm, magic is not looked down well on giants, but there are technically no rules at this point. I would have them cast it, but if it's something that's going to make it hard for the giant to fight, I don't know. You have the potion, correct? Yes. The last 24 hours, it'll shock them when they take it, so I suggest using it at the correct moment. Uh, he thinks it's going to be easy. You might want to maintain that belief until the last possible moment. Yeah, yep, I thought so. I thought uh, I, I won't take it till the fight officially starts. Uh, that element of surprise. I'm also going to do that too, with uh, haste. Gotcha. You'll try to cast once the fight starts. Yeah, but I also just cast it with the subtle spell. Gotcha, gotcha. Boom, uh-huh. boom. And in the background, uh, you see that they have begun uh, moving forward, and everybody's moving forward into the ring. The giants are gathered around, and the Jarl comes forward, and he says, On this day, to decide the destiny of the Jotun, and the people of the Orc and Grumon. We have combat so that our gods and theirs may decide the outcome with blood. Let blood show the way and guide us to know the best possible. Let the strength and courage of their arms guide the people on the bleeding edge of life. And let us crush this day so that one might crush and we might see the way forward for our people to prosper. Come then, Chuck Hangus, tiny minotaur that you are. Fight, Bjorn, Orc Crusher. Made that up. I don't know. <laughs> Word. And the, uh, they step forward and he's, he's, he comes to the center of the arena and he's just like there just waiting for you with axe in hand. All right. Um, he did not give me heartbreak at the end of the day, right? 
He's got it right there next to you. He's like, if you can wield it, you can have a tip for this fight. All right, go to wield it again. All right, roll yeah. Fort Wisdom. Oh, come on. I did it once already. Uh, you do it again. You 11. fail. Uh, Inspiration, can I? Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh. It drops down into the dirt, unable to move. Well, fuck. That's not good. You were not brave enough to stay. I understand. He is a very intimidating giant. Um... I mean, hold on. I I held it once. I bonded with it once. Can 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 I just ask you right now? Like, no, that's not how this works. Can I? Okay, okay. It's not. Can it's not attunement. It's just how the weapon works. It's similar to like Thor's hammer. When you pick it up, you have to be worthy at the time that you pick it up. Yeah, and I was okay. Uh, so I'm going with my great axe. Uh, I got potion tucked away. For mm-hmm. the correct moment. Okay. I'm going to cast haste. Subtly. All right. Subtly. With subtle spell? Correct. Got it. With a sorcery point. Okay. So let's go ahead and get this combat on the road. Roll initiative. You are about do, 60 feet from the giant. Since um, we're cheating, do we cast initiative too? Yes. I mean, do we roll initiative too? Everybody rolls initiative. And I'm, you said, 60 feet away? Yep, 60 feet away from him. I'm not sure if my mage hand can do anything. Well, I can use prestidigitation to try to distract him, but if I do that too much, it's going to be obvious. Ash, I'm going can... to let you get uh, that off before it starts. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, you're at 18. Perfect. Yep. Okay, uh, so go ahead. So combat has begun. Ash, it's your turn. You're up first. I'm going to convert a second level spell into two sorcery points, and then that'll be it. Okay. Uh, Ash, you're up. Uh, sorry, Chuck, you're up next. All right, guys, don't forget to look for Red Jack. Make sure he's... He's on the dais across the thing, kind of like uh, he's doing some stuff with his nails. He's just sort of can- like shaving them. Yeah, it's a great idea. Can I actually move? closer to him like sidestep at least within yeah, 60 yeah. feet of him are you trying to do it subtly or how are you going to do it yeah yeah i'll, I'll try subtly over there yeah, yeah you're able to walk over there along the outside of the crowd not too easily so it's it's fine you can get you probably can get within six uh, about a 60 feet of him the, okay. the arena is probably about 100 feet wide and he's about 60 feet from chuck gotcha that's it um yeah chuck it's your turn all right so i have haste on me i have double my speed which is 40 Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's 80. Uh, he's 60 feet away from me. I run over to like his foot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drink the potion. Mm-hmm. And as I grow bigger, I want to grab his foot and like kind of like sweep the leg, so to speak. Grapple. Get bigger. Grapple check. Do it. Uh, so go ahead and grapple him. Uh, grapple would be athletics. Contested grapple. Yeah. He can make his choice of dex or strength. Uh, dex or strength. Um, no, no, you strength. can't. You got to go strength. He he gets the choice. All right, I'm going with strength then. Gotcha. He's going to contest with you. He rolls a 23. Uh, I guess. Oh, before that, I also rage. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll. I'll uh, you got to tell. Make sure to make sure to catch me. Yeah. No. I, that's why I'm going to clarify that because that because in rage I gain advantage on strength checks. Correct. Yeah. All right. 
17. But remember, your strength is different now. Um, it's 25. It's 25. Right. So. I believe it's uh, I believe it's plus seven now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how do I how do I change that real quick? That's a great question that I don't know. <laughs> um, I think you're just gonna have to override strength, if I'm not mistaken. Modifier, uh, override score. There we go. I got it. You could like roll manually, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Plus seven. So it's all set up. So your athletics should just be there now. Uh, acrobatics animal. Yeah, plus 10 to athletics. So go ahead and roll it. So uh, roll that a uh, second. Roll that first attack again. I'm just going to let you re-roll it. Sorry. All right. So I'm rolling for strength, right? Correct. With advantage. You're not just rolling a straight strength check. You're rolling athletics. Oh, that's... Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll allow it too. So those are... So the highest one there was 29. So I'm going to go ahead and take that. You're going to win okay. either way with either of those. Um, you don't have to... All right. If I... start Stop clicking buttons okay, okay. <laughs> sorry you're just trying to roll stuff and now i'm just if, if you do that over there over, i'm just gonna take the lowest one that's no, there I, i'm not even trying to <laughs> i know i know i know it's cool uh yeah so yeah 29 so you're able to grapple him all right so drink the potion get bigger and as i grapple him sweep the leg to make him fall down are you trying to knock him prone yes so I do think you need uh, – stop me if I'm wrong, Tanner. You might know uh, D&D Grapple. So you're now a huge creature. You, Chuck Angus – and I just want to describe this. Chuck Angus go, runs up and shouts, Make my monster growl! Um, no, I'm just joking. But uh, he drinks the potion, and that's a Rita pull. What are you talking about, Trevor? I see your face. Come on. You know Rita. <laughs> uh, he, uh, Yeah, Chuck gets it. Uh, yeah, he's going to grow, and as he grows, he sweeps around his arms around the giant who looks shocked into just total discombobulation as this tiny minotaur grows into a huge creature and lifts him off the ground grappling him in midair and i think let me just double check uh just to make sure actions uh just i want to make sure i get this right so that we're all on the right page yeah when you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it you can use the attack action to make a special melee attack a grapple if you're able to make a ma- multiple attacks with the attack action the attack replaces one of them so you now you have your the target of your grapple must be more than one size larger than you and must be within your reach uh yeah you can seize a target by making a grapple check instead of attack roll uh yeah if you succeed the subject the target to be grappled condition uh the condition specifies the thing that end it and you must release the target whenever you like escaping grapple so i'm gonna say whenever you move you can drag or carry the grapple creature with you but your speed is halved unless the creature is two or more sizes uh yeah i'm gonna say you're gonna make a strength contest with him now to knock him prone uh with your second attack if that's okay yeah shoving a creature Using attack action, you can make a special melee attack to shove a creature, either knock it prone or push it back. Okay. The target must mean no more than to a size. Okay, so you're going to make a special contested thing, and I believe because he is grappled, uh, he is going to have disadvantage. Okay. So I need to roll what? You need to roll another strength uh, another strength check. So, another so no, athletics. Thank you. 27. God. Damn, you have this unlock. Uh, creature speed becomes zero and it cannot benefit from the bonus. The condition is a grapple. The condition also ends. All right, so a creature speed becomes zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. So, oh yeah, okay. So it doesn't actually. It's just going to roll a straight attack. It doesn't actually matter. Uh, 
Uh, so it's going to roll strength athletics again, and he's going to beat you by one. So he's able going to be he, you are he is still grappled, but you are holding him above you. But he's able to keep himself and keep his feet. And you guys are locked in a grapplers contest in the middle of this arena. And the giants roar, and the arena sings, and you hear orcs behind you start to scream as there's combat and bloody combat is just what both these races are very into. It is the the bind that keeps them kind of singularly bound, even if they have to test each other. So, uh, Chuck, anything else you want to do on your turn? All right. So that counted as one, two actions. Action. Yeah. Two actions. So I have another, you did grapple and you did, uh, you did grapple and you did, uh, yeah. attack. All right. And I have haste, so I can do another action, which is my attack. Correct. Go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Uh, can I use, uh, my great ax, even though I'm grappling right now? Yeah, absolutely. No, you can't. It's two-handed, I believe. Actually, I don't think you can. Uh, my great axe is... Well, didn't he just break out of the grapple? He did not break out of it. He prevented oh. him from throwing him prone, but he's still technically grappled. On his right. turn, he can make it a contest to get out of the grapple. All right, then I'll use my horns, because that's a natural head bash, pretty much. I'll allow that. That's fine. That seems weird, but you're supposed to be able to attack. But I think it's just the I think it's just a two handed attack because I can't see how you could grapple somebody and lift a double a double handed axe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I that hard and fast rules. We're gonna. I'm just gonna rule that now. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So horns. All right. Here's music. Sorry, guys. No problem. Yes, the music. Yep, it attacks. Uh, you attack, and uh, yeah, that hits. 14 with an additional 14. And hold on, let me see all my things. I'm... Uh, plus two melee damage with strength weapons. Use my horn count as strength weapon? I think technically they do. Yeah, they do. It, it already added the damage to the attack, dude. Okay, oh, okay. The, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, you do 17 damage. Damage and I, did we search before that with haste I can attack again or is it just no it's just three attacks you get one extra action essentially but it doesn't give you two attacks you can't take the attack action as it uh, were. can I use one of the that bonus action from haste as one of the earlier grapple things and then make this my main action what uh, you can't use the haste action to grapple okay. yeah it's not yeah it can't it would be too overpowered or I don't I don't care but yeah uh yeah anyways uh, I think that's your turn unless you want to do something with your bonus actions. Which I don't uh, think you can do anything right now. Uh, if I use two actions um, to grapple and everything, and then the haste action, uh, that two action would have counted as my um, what? bonus action. Because I had to take two actions to do the thing, right? You took thing. one action to attack twice. No, he took one action. No, you can take one action to attack twice, but I ruled that he you can take a singular. The grappled says on the combat that you can replace one of your actions, even if it's at a two action thing, to try the grapple. And so I allowed him to take the second action to try to throw him, which he failed. And then he used the haste action to attack once. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's probably wrong, Tanner. I think you're probably correct, but we'll get back to this. Grappling, no, right. grappling is always a pain in the fucking ass. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, uh, anyways, uh, next up is the frost giant and the turn. He's going to instead of trying to break free, he's going to make two great axes attacks at you, Chuck. Well, First, how if if I couldn't use a great axe attack, he can't use a great axe. He's not trying to grapple you. He's not grappling you. You are holding him. He's not holding you. Okay. 
What are you saying? Condition, dude, the condition for grappled. A grappled creature's speed becomes zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The condition in its grapple is incapacitated. The condition also ends up in effect, removes grapple creature from the reach of the grapplers. Yeah. So it's more powerful if he's knock prone, essentially. But he can't go anywhere. But he's going to attack you. Okay. <laughs> All right. He does 24 on the first hit. Does that hit? Uh, 24 on my armor class? Yeah, I believe it hits, correct? Uh, hold on. For the giant thing, um, did my armor class double? Yes? Uh, no. Why would it double? Your strength does right those are your health points. Yeah, you got a lot more health. You don't get strength. You don't like your armor is still armor. You know what I mean? It's the same armor, just large. Wait, when rolling damage for weapons in large in this manner, roll three times normal number of dice. Did I do that with my horns? You did not do that. No, you got to remember to do that. Yeah. Uh, so you'll just have to roll two d six next time you roll it, dude. Okay. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so go ahead. He's going to do 30 damage to you. I believe that's halved because you're raged. Yes. Okay, he's going to hit you with another axe attack. Same thing, 24. So he's going to do 15 uh, plus, uh, I guess he's going to 12 damage. So he's going to do 25, 26, 27 damage to you. 27, and I currently have 150. So yeah. 150 minus 27. So he takes a pretty good chunk out of you. Yeah. God damn. Okay. Next up, the order is uh, Scree. He can still kill you, dude. This is a serious fight. What is the terrain of the arena like? Please remind so me. So it's a circular, it's a circular flat things, and there seems to be several chairs around the outside, stone pillar like chairs. That there's about twelve giants, frost giants sitting around, and at the feet of each of the frost giants, there's just crowds of uh, green orcs just like raging around them, and they're all together watching this fight. And the whole diameter is about a circle, which is about 120 feet across, is the entire diameter of the circle, and they're fighting in the center of it. On the far side of the arena sits the Jarl when saw platform on a small platform next to him, uh, leaning over the edge of the platform and just kind of sitting there combing, like clipping his nails is Red Jack. On the far side of the giant? Right. Okay. On the fight. You could probably try to move, but it'd probably be about 140 feet for you. Um, I is- Tanner, I allowed to go. I, a Tanner got there in one with one set of movements, so I'll say the same thing for you. Actually, I'll say it's closer. You're able to get there pretty easily. I'm not moving. I don't think yet. What's well? Um, what is is there snow on the ground? Uh, not in here. It's it's on, but the ground is ice. Oh, the ground is ice. This is a giant ice cavern. It's not difficult oh, terrain okay. because it has kind of it's kind of almost been looked like it's been poked, so it's not like slippery ice, but it's like. Yeah, it's like hard-packed ice that's like easily to walk upon. Well, I was thinking about using my prestidigitation to warm or chill the uh, ground under the feet of the giant. You could probably do that. It has like it has like a tract in it that's been found. If you melt it, you might be able to make it slippery. Yeah, so it sounds like I want to melt, not chill, in that case. Probably, yeah, yeah, I. I Okay, so uh, I'll put this in the thing. One cubic foot of non-living material for up to an hour. Um, one cubic. I just want to put this out there. One cubic foot. Yeah, I know it's not going to be like the whole area around him. I'm going to try and aim it like right under one of his feet where he's currently standing. Okay. I can't think of anything else to do to help you, Chuck. Sorry, you got yourself into this. I'm just trying to work with what I got here. 
Uh, and I I need to be I think I need to be in third within thirty feet. So yeah, you can uh, kind of step out and just like yeah. Okay, I will attempt to do that then. Okay, go ahead. And I don't need to roll anything for it. I don't think. So I'm guessing it's this is gonna be up to you if you want him to make some kind of save or something. You do. It, it's not it gonna stop it down. His foot like lightly slips under there. You're gonna have to on your next turn do the same thing and expand the space if you want him to truly slip. I see. Yeah. Okay. You gotta essentially try to catch one of his feet. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to be moving though much. They seem to be grappled in the middle, and he's just been whacked pretty hard onto Chuck. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, next up in the order is Ash. Who we just lost, who I'm going to just advance because, unfortunately, uh-huh, Ash's inter- his internet keeps going in and out. Next up in the order is Chuck. We'll, we'll give him a turn on the way back. Alright, um... I guess... I Now can I attack with my Grey Axe? Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I guess you'd have to release him from the grapple. Yeah, I... I didn't know how sure. Yeah, I'd be bad. Okay, cool. Sorry, it's not... You're not a bad grappler. It's just that, like, you know, it's it's like you're not set up for it. And you, you have a two-handed weapon, so... Okay. All right. Uh, Go ahead and attack. You can make three attacks. Uh, 21 will hit. And it'll do 17 damage. Keep going. Just roll them all. Actually, no, I... Oh, yeah, double up the damage. Yeah, that's correct. Not double because I should have done three. It's three six seven. Because I'm used to just clicking the the thing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And you're and you're rolling it to hit, and that's good because you still have to roll a hit, and it still needs the plus ten to for me to know if it hits or not. Uh, the second attack does not hit, so go ahead and roll one more attack, and we'll see what hits. Then we'll do all the damage together. How about that? Uh, that's twenty-seven or seventeen. Uh, there's that divine fury. It's gonna. <laughs> I can't get Trevor into the right thing. This is funny. Anyways, uh, yeah. So yeah, twenty-seven. So second attack hits. So go ahead and roll me four d twelve. Four d twelve. That was a bad roll in four d twelve, but you got twenty. Uh, so that's uh, thirty-seven uh, plus another seventeen. That's uh, forty-seven. Uh, plus uh, 47 plus another 7 is going to be 54 points of damage in a single turn. And that was one action? Uh, no, that was... That was all three actions. That was all three actions. Because you attacked three times and you missed once. He is now extremely bloodied. So, you, I didn't leave you hanging, dude. You were like, oh, I can't grapple. And then he hits you and you're like, oh, I'm so depressed. You, you got to just push through with these things, man. Be an intrinsic fighter. Well, oh, <laughs> when Tanner gets back, I'd have to correct it anyways when Tanner gets back. So I'm just not doing it. Uh, hold on. Uh, that doesn't count as a bo- as any bonus action, correct? It does not. That is correct. All right, then I'll use my bonus action for hammering horns. Um, hit him. Uh, no, any succeed is saving uh, strength saving throw of DC 18. Okay, so uh, he'll go ahead and do that. I think he's going to do pretty good at that. 
Uh, strength save would be nine for him. He, 27, he'll pass. All right. I think you're actually, uh, ch double check, because I think your strength saving throw right now is higher. Um, well, it's, it's because you're in the description of, uh, oh, of hammering horns. Really? That's lame. Yeah. yeah DC 18 you need to pass. It's right there. Yep, it's not like it would have done damage anyway. It's just yeah. Well, it, well, the the oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, well that's fine. Uh, yeah. So you push him. Yeah, you uh, hit him with hammering horns. It doesn't do damage, but uh, he's almost knocked back. He looks very worried now. It's his turn now. He's uh, gonna hold hit on. You. Actually, uh, rage is plus two to melee damage. That's an additional four damage. Sure. I was sure how he said he was very bloody. I wasn't sure if that four would. No, no, no. Put me over he's, he's not there. He's 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 got like sixty health left, so he's not like dead. Uh, but he's uh, he's going to turn to you and he's going to attack you twice, uh, Chuck. Uh, he's going to twenty four to hit and fourteen to hit. Does a fourteen hit? Uh, if you could lean over, Trevor, I am serious about that. Uh, my. AC is. Sorry, I'm having way too much fun with this. I, I can tell. I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully, uh, Tanner will be on in a minute. I assume. Yeah, Haste gives me a plus two bonus to AC, so that would put me at a 15. So the second so, one is nine. Yeah, so he hits you for 22 damage. Or 11 in this case, because you're raged. I have 112 HP left. Yeah, he is beating the absolute loving shit out of you. Uh, I mean, no, you're beating the absolute loving shit out of him. Uh, next up in the order is Scree. Uh, I'll try for slicking the pavement underneath the giant's feet again. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, you get just adding things. another cubic foot. Yep, he's going to uh, slip on it this time, and we'll resolve that on his turn. Uh, so he's going to slip, and he's going to make a strength, a dexterity saving throw to stay. Actually, I'll just do it right now. He'll make a dex save to stay right in. Uh, he rolls a four. He falls prone. Can't believe that fucking worked. <laughs> We're gonna skip another Ash turn, and it's Chuck's turn now. And now you have a prone enemy in front of you. I gladly attack with my great axe, uh, full three times. So I'm rolling to hit three times, and then rolling a what was it, three d twelve? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, it depends if you hit. So sixteen hits. Keep rolling. It. Two. It. Okay, four. so you're going to roll an, an extra, like I said, so it's for each of those attacks, it's an extra 2d12. So that's three attacks, so that's going to be, son of a bitch. Uh, why did you roll? Oh, for Divine Fury, okay. Uh, so, alright, let's do all this math. Man, this giant-sized potion is not worth it. Uh, just on the <laughs> basis of, I mean, it's totally worth it, it's totally overpowered, but it's whatever. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, so they gave you 16, so, uh, yeah, so it's for each one, two, so by six, so you're gonna roll, uh, oh my god, two, four, six, you're gonna roll 60, 12 as well, to add it up. Sorry, Tanner, how are you doing? Good, what's up? Can you hear me? You're on your phone? Yeah, on my laptop. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Uh, there we go. That was... Alright. Okay. So, so back in one piece now. 49. Uh, 49. Plus, uh, yeah. With Rage is a plus two uh, per thing, so that's an extra plus six. I don't think damage. it's per thing. It's not per each axe that you add, dude. Per attack. And I did three attacks. Yeah, so you had six, yeah. 
Uh, so it'd be, it'd be, like I said, it'd be 50, so it's 55 damage plus eight. So it'd be, uh, sorry, let me just add this up. So 16, uh, that's 37, uh, 48. So it's 48 plus 49 plus six. So you do 103 damage. How do you want to do this? Uh, he's prone on the ground. I have this giant axe and I am just fucking uh, like chopping salad. I'm just. What are you chopping specifically? Name your three attacks is what part of you do you chop? I want to know. Let arm arm head. Okay. Uh, You managed to cut off both of his arms and his head as you chop him to salad on the ground and uh, combat is yeah that's your turn anything else you want to do now uh i let out a giant cry of chugging yes <laughs> all right uh yeah next up in the order is the frost giant uh the dead frost giant yeah who twitches and then uh, the arms reattach to the body as does the head and then it kind of goes <laughs> and it's going to use half its motion to right itself and so ride itself right itself right itself it's as in stand up and it raises itself up and then it's going to look directly at you and it's going to its eyes are going to glass over and become ice and you hear one of the frost giants is like the gods have spoken he rises again and he's going to uh, use a freezing stare at you uh, so make a dc 17 constitution saving throw dc 17 constitution saving Twenty, you passed. Seems to take. Okay, yeah, you don't take any damage, and uh, you're able to like resist its attack. Uh, that's its turn. I I look it back and intimidate it. Yeah. Next up in the order is Scree. So we're back doing this again, I guess. <laughs> um, Clearly, it's it's Jack Red, Red Jack. Yeah, I guess I'll keep trying the same strategy. It worked the first time. Okay, uh, while you're doing that, just give me two seconds. I want you guys to discuss what you think's happening. Just give me two seconds, okay? Okay. Uh, clearly, Red Jack is... Uh, you just resurrect this son of a bitch? And all the frost giants were like, mm, must be the will of the gods. I don't know, magic, man. Yeah, so I definitely need you guys to go, go Hermione Granger this bitch and like... Stop counter counter hex the hex man. Clearly, Red Jack is like. I see what you mean. In doing it's a uh, it's 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 a first Quidditch match of the season type scenario. Uh, Yeah, we can definitely light him on fire. That takes him out. Um, he's red though. I feel like he'd be fine with fire. Red Jack. no, I'm saying Red Jack's red, so like maybe he's fine with fire. I don't know. That's probably not how elemental affinities work in D and D. I'm just spitballing. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I I could get to him in a couple of turns, but it'll take me a while to get in range of anything, and I don't have, as you all know, 
magic really energy attacks. Give you your silver um, spike or that halftime gave you. You do have the silver spike on you. Oh, I do. I thought that was for the Wendigo, though. I mean, you could multiple uses. A silver, a silvered oh. weapon is a silver weapon, dude. Why is it silver? It's the same sort of thing. It's vampire shit. It, vampire shit? Yeah. And we're thinking, so we're thinking Red it's, Jack might it, be it, a vampire. It, no, you don't know that. I'm not thinking that that in this universe in Dungeons and Dragons, typically silvered weapons do damage against, do essentially like a form of magical damage, essentially. Like it's typically good against zombies and just general evil. So it's, sorry, that's kind of an accepted. So it's like, a good bet. I see. Like, I'm you don't know. Well. You don't know what he is. You don't know anything about Red Jack. You don't know if he's yeah. a person. He could just be a person or a spellcaster or anything. He, he could, could be not holding, even be. He could be holding real. concentration on a spell. Yeah, we just went over that with the Harry Potter reference thing. That's that's Ed's idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Get his robes on fire. Yeah. What uh, do you want to do, Scree? Is his okay? I look over at Red Jack and try to discern if his mouth is moving. <laughs> first of all you don't need nothing when you don't need to it, like you would just see him focused if it's a concentration spell he doesn't need to continue to be doing a thing while holding a concentration spell oh yeah you're right this is okay. this i'm not like that referential guys <laughs> jesus christ like draw tanner's face sweet rapper oh yeah sweet teleportation draw tanner's face on your hand goddamn i'm really sorry guys this has been a kind of a mess of a night we're coming back we're getting back in the hell hole in the in the setup so of this and i picked we, the fight with a frost giant i didn't expect that i didn't expect that i didn't i didn't plan for this i didn't plan for any of this thanks thanks Chuck. i told you give me half an hour and i'll totally fuck up yeah, yeah i i this the episode was a tile woes of the windigo you just did this despite me so that we don't fight the windigo tonight you son of a bitch i tried <laughs> to go fight the windigo you wouldn't let me leave it you're the one that picked a fight and said oh i'll just get out of it you That's can't this world has stakes <laughs> All right, I'll take the dash action to double my movement speed and start sidling my way around the arena towards Red Jack so that I can get in range to use Prestidigitation or uh, or my dagger, perhaps. But I have to be within 10 feet to use Prestidigitation. Chuck, to du- double check real fast. What is your health at? Uh, 112. Got it. Sweet. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're going to use Prestidigitation to what, Trevor? Oh, I can't use it yet because I have to be within 10 feet. I'm going to double my movement speed to move as far as I can towards Red Jack. So that should be 60 feet halfway there, I believe. <laughs> is that, what is Megan writing? Is that a crying face? What is that? That is the tiniest. That is the tiniest. It looks like a cute little seal. It looks like a person like, oh, they're doing this. It's like uh, what's his name from Evangelion face? Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's he's uh, he's Evangelion ass. Okay cool yeah. This is a complicated yeah, situation. Sentence. Okay it's, yeah. It's a Kari brooding. That's he's concentrating. Is. Gotcha. Thank. Uh yeah the so okay so here's what we're doing uh yeah so you run over there it's cool. Uh, next up in the order is going to be uh. Ash, you've missed several turns, Ash, which I assume is that I'm going to not resolve that right now. Are you OK with that? So uh, me. Uh, he, he the guy that defeated that you would have made decisions on those turns. So I'm just going to allow them to have not existed. Are you OK no, over there? I know you're having computer yeah. trouble. No, I'm fine. I was just so long as I have right and focusing on what Red Jack is doing, I should be good. Gotcha. So what are you you're focusing on him, right? 
Yeah, um, again, I'm trying to see if he doesn't cast any spells. Like, if I see him doing anything to cast a spell. Yeah, he did begin to cast a spell when the giant died. Hmm. You would have seen that. Decapitated and time. nubbed this giant. Oh, did you try just... to counterspell him? That was your plan? Oh, well, yeah, I was going to try to counterspell him. Mm-hmm. But he's already, he's already revived, so I already missed it. So I, I'll wait for no, 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 hold on. I, I ruled this, but you, you were out, and that's why I d- I'm going to say that you missed it, but you can see that he's probably holding a spell right now. So if you got... Uh, I, 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 how about this? I'll rule. You can use your turn right now to attempt to counterspell him if you want. I would like to. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and roll a contest for counterspell. What level are you casting it at? I assume third. Uh, three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, which I think for the rules of counterspell, if I'm not incorrect, uh, can you throw it up in chat so people can see it? Yeah, you attempt to inter- uh, interrupt a creature. Uh, if this creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, the spell spells automatically. Casting a spell of fourth level or higher, make an ability check using the spell cast DC plus 10. So go ahead and roll me a, a spell casting ability check. Okay, I will do, I'll do that. Um, what's the order? Is that an arcana check? Or? I believe it's just, I believe it's arcana, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's, it's your it's your abil- spell casting ability modifier, uh, okay. which for Ash is, if I'm not mistaken, okay, it'd be, well, no, it'd be plus four. Yeah. All right. I want to also cast it subtly as well. Okay. So I used the, I used the point. Okay. It is just not behaving for you tonight. Okay. Yeah. 21. Uh, yeah. You're able to do that and very nicely. You break the spell and heat and the frost giant, uh, prop plop stack down on the floor coming apart and red Jack pops up looking at it. Like he looks around, he's trying to see the source of who counterspelled him. Uh, Chuck, the, the giant pulls back together, gets up, you whack the crap out of, he whacks the crap out of you again with a cold spell. And then he flops back down. That all happens in about two seconds. And again, like I said, like I intimidated back. And so Chuck Angus in his mind is all like, yes, I'm getting my, my intensity back. The, the arena falls silent as you properly counterspell him with a good roll. Sorry, that was a great plan, Tanner, and I missed it on the first one. So I, I, I do want to bear witness to that. The fact that you ran around and counterspelled Red Jack knowing he would cheat. So well done. Yeah, well, he can, he can suck it for being so rude to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then uh, they all stand up. Though he died valiantly, and apparently he had more fight than I would have ever given him credit, he has died. And Chuck Angus, you are... You used magic to become this size, correct? I drank something. I cannot blame you for using the tools at your disposal to defeat enemies of thus a great size. And he, uh, he's going to pound his chest. We bear forward with you. What path would you have us take? Uh, we need to mount an attack against the Wendigo. And once it is gone, the uh, frozen lakes and oceans and everything will be gone. And we can make haste on escape. This we will do. But how do you suggest we defeat the Wendigo? Uh, yeah, it it is weak to to magical fire. You will do this, champions. Of course. A little help from our friends. I, I, I uh, that big hammer thing. Arthbreaker. Halfdan steps forward. Jarl, they have offered to fight the Wendigo for us, and if they are do so, 
I would ask for your exchange and a help in an attack on the indomitable carrier. Do this and allow our my kin to escape and your great ships, and we shall secure a future for our people here. Aye. Let our compact be made this day. And I'll see our way forward. Sorry, I'm a little bit. My bad. It's cool. I just did a blood sport. Yeah. Uh, the, the arena is over. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Well, I'm still giant, right? For you are, another... Yeah, you are giant. You are giant for another 24 hours. I say oh. we go, I'll say like, while I'm big, let's go, let's go get this thing. I'm really impressed you didn't, I'm really impressed you didn't choose to phrase that a different way, Ed. I, 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 I just, I saw it coming too, Trevor, like from like a mile away. This <laughs> well, had I'm really disappointed. I, I kind of am too, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know why I'm bearding the goat. <laughs> bearding the goat? Yeah, you know, that's an expression. That's a new one. Dude, it is not. I'm going to. I mean, to me, not brand new. It's new. It's new to me. Bearding the goat. It's not like gilding the lily, but uglier. Wow. I don't think it's I think I don't think it's a real thing. I think I'm just saying random shit because I'm high on drugs. Great job. Interesting (laughs) interesting how those chemicals work in your brain. brain You guys can tell I'm a little off and I apologize (laughs) for my description because there's a lot of good. This is great. I love this. Yeah, I I, I am sorry. I hopefully will be on less drugs by the time we play again. So I this is McDonald's. I'm loving it. Here is a list of 10 extremely good goat beards. Uh, That's the first thing that Google came up and it just that's that broke my brain. Goat beards. God damn. Don't even know what I was fucking referencing. Anyways. Uh, yeah, you guys have successfully won. Uh, as you look around, uh, what do you, is, uh, you, you guys, uh, Half Dan's going to motion you back to his tent and he's going to pick up the hammer and go away. All right. I suppose we follow him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, just ask, how are you feeling? Good. Why? Oh, are you kind of. All right, it's, no, it's no, almost just, ten o'clock. Just, I know. We, we might let's continue on for a little bit, but uh, let's see how it let's see how we do. You okay with that? Yeah, fall, falling yeah. action. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, I go for like I said, I'm giant for another half fight. Took like what five minutes? It didn't. Yeah, it didn't take very much. You are that said. You did take a significant amount of damage. I mean. And I don't think you, I think you're going to roll like, reg. I'm not sure if you roll for a short rest as while giant. I don't think you, I think you would roll your regular hit dice. I don't think you get more hit dice because of it. I don't know. For a long or short, oh, for a short rest. Right. Hmm. He still got, I think he's still got more health than, than like he regularly does though. So yeah, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. like at 112 and my regular health is 75. Doesn't come back oh, inside. Uh, I guess we'll have to stand out here if we want to talk with Chuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. We have our own little actions going on. Yeah, I uh, I suppose the best course of action is to ask how you wish to proceed. Uh, I have manticores that can fly you up there. I think we should allow your friend to become ungiant and you're going to head forward. Otherwise, he will have to charge up the mountain. And if he's visible outside like that, like most giants are, they might try to bomb him via griffin. Um. What uh, if, what if you turn me invisible? Suppose you could turn him invisible. <laughs> how, long, mean, how long does the spell last? Uh, 24 hours. Does invisibility last for 24 hours? You had that oh, on I, thought, I thought my giant. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, invisibility does not last for 24 hours. No, it does not. Yeah, I think it lasts for a minute. So <laughs> I don't know what your plan is. Uh, charge up that mountain real quick. Wait, what is invisibility? Uh, uh greater in, greater invisibility is a minute. Invisibility is That's an hour. Yeah. So how many? How many? Uh, what is that? Second level spell slots you got there, Tanner? I don't have that spell. Oh well, yeah. So yeah. Wait, how did we do it before then? Uh, it's greater invisibility on that one. Yeah. Uh, which oh, which is a good, which is a better spell, and it's also just a minute though. Because it's true invisibility, you literally can't see the person, so you can't attack them. It's like a, it's like a weird D and D distinction. So invisibility, invi- and greater invisibility is more a combat spell. Invisibility is more a utility spell. Hmm. Yeah, dumb distinctions. Anyways, uh, yeah, moving forward. So uh, I mean, if, if we're gonna have to wait out this twenty-four hours, regardless, I didn't say that. You can you can try it. What do you mean? Half dance just making the point. So if you want to try to wait, if you want to, yeah. I mean, and this is charge it. Yeah, really? Can, what about the Griffins? I mean, they could come with us and help us fight. Not the Griffins. The Manicors. Yeah. I'm not going up the mountain. I mean, we do. Hmm. Was that the manicure who said that? No, it's the it's yes, yeah, it is the manicure. Sure, <laughs> they're sent yet. <laughs> right, he's like, I'm just, I'm not going up the mountain. I'm a manticore. That's my manticore voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for trying it. I just, I mean, fuck, yeah, why not? I don't know. Hold on, I'm not too keen uh, on that. If he gives me the Hearthstone, Hearthbreaker. Will it get bigger or will it just be a tiny little thing in my hand? It doesn't work down. It was whatever was on your person at the time. Yeah, so I have to wait mm. for this to go because I need the heartbreaker. All right. Well, let's assume you guys are going to talk about that. Uh, we're, let's assume I just want to go ahead and speed this up a little bit because you guys are going to take another long rest, essentially, and get your health point back and wait for the health potion. to the, Sorry, your giant potion, which was really cool, wore off, but it's going to wore off over the course of 24 hours. Uh, you're going to have a lot of uh, talks with giants in that time. Is there anything you want to do during that period, Ed? Just talk with giants, chill a little. <laughs> yeah, I want to try and see, like, I know they don't like me, but I'm going to see if I can maybe win them over with some charm. Because, you know, you're full of that. zero charisma. Yeah, you don't win. Uh, I mean, I guess you could roll some persuasion if you like. But uh... yeah, I mean, I'll go around since I I'm going to have to ask him where the giant bathroom is and and, you know, where the giant is going to say this. The giant bathroom that you find is not great because <laughs> there it's been pretty frozen. You got to break it up with a stick. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, if, if I piss on it first would that help soften it i mean I... your stream is mightier than usual but it's not that mighty oh man it's mighty and it's hot like i'm just you're that. just trying to just trying to what why are we having this conversation why is this happening because you asked me you're the I one that asked giant. if you wanted to fuck a, dra- <laughs> a, a giant while he was giant i, I mean, did i didn't say fuck a giant i am not running i'm not rng a giant sex session okay i know I'm just, you did it you did I, like, it, but like, it's ed come on oh uh, did we lose dad no i'm right here i don't know what happened that was weird yeah sorry Ooh, it happened again oh you know what i know exactly what it happens my bad guys is it nature? Yep. Dang. All right, I got it covered. 
Don't worry about it. Everything is fine. Everything is fine as I am a giant minotaur <sighs> just biding my time. Everything is awesome. Okay, cool. All right. So you're not big the next day. You guys are getting offered uh, a ride via no, Manticore. Oreg is while, coming while out. This day is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What's going on with Red Jack? Uh, you guys can't find Red Jack. He disappeared. No one asked at the end of the thing. He actually disappeared immediately after combat. Mm. <laughs> Pussy. Mm. So he disappeared. Uh, he knows our plan. He's not gonna. Yeah, be, all right, we're gonna have to keep an eye out for him. You did declare your plan to the giant group of people, so yes, he does yes. know your plan. Uh, he doesn't even have to spy this time to learn it. Yeah, because he spied last time somehow. You so guys could have. He spied. He didn't admit that actually. I mean, how else would he have known it? Um, yeah, so, uh, so tell me, uh, what do you guys want to do? So ju I I'm just trying to speed this up or slow it down or f do it, but I want to do one of the two. So if you guys have thoughts of what you guys want to do with the giants or how you want to prepare. Um, we're going to go attack the thing. We, they said they'll give us manicores. Uh, I have possibly Hearthstone, Heartbreaker. Um, can they give us recruit anyone cocktails, else? uh, any weaponry, any armor, uh, yeah, what are you asking for here? They don't have are much. We... They're refugees. Yeah. Well, the orcs are refugees. What about, is there a giant uh, mark <laughs> that might have uh... the... They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're more of a Viking. If I wear oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. giant clothing and then Why? shrink, does it shrink down with me? No, probably not. The only thing that changed size is your stuff that was on you originally when you drank the potion. Yes. Okay. And it's going to regain its regular size when you do. Makes sense. Yeah, that that would not make sense to get a giant axe and then it just drinks down. That doesn't make any, any sense. chance anybody else wants to come with us to fight the Wendigo. Orag has been with you the whole time, and he is going to come with you to eventually. Oh, he's so brother. chill. I forgot all about <laughs> yeah. him. He's, yeah, where'd you go from? And you also have four volunteer manticores that are going to be uh, with you. Uh, their names apparently. Any frost giants? No, frost giants are not going up that mountain. They're a weird. They're giant, but they're also weirdly suspicious. Also, they can't be giant and go outside very easily because they're too easy targets for the griffins. They're kind of huddled inside. Gotcha, gotcha. What were you saying, Tanner? Oh, I was just saying that I was agreeing with with that's plan, honestly. Because I mean, we have the plan set. We just need a way today, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our Manticore's names are Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Dot. No, the Manticore's are the, ironically the same names that your horses were. So it's uh, Bonnie, Bear, and uh, and uh, Hero. No, I'm just joking. What what do you guys want your Manticore names to be? Well, now I miss Bear. Yeah, I know. So I'll say it. Bonnie, Bear, and Hero. Is that okay? They sound, I don't know, they sound more like horse names than manticore names. Not that I'm familiar with manticore culture. I'm just I, I'm just looking at this all together. Manticore name generator. There, that's a thing that fucking exists. Okay. What the fuck are these? Deb, Zen, Geard, Eruk, Iakov, Arzuz, Zazich, Naziah. Zazich. All right. Who's going to be Zazich? Uh, 
Just Zeech. Okay, Zeech. Zeech. All right, so here's where we go. We're going to get him Zeech. Deb. Deb. And who else? Carl. Okay, Carl. With a K. <laughs> of course, with a K. Yeah, okay. I don't like Carl's with a C. There, they can there's die. there's like a W in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like with like, yeah, it's like a K W A R L Quarrel, but it, but he calls Carl, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Carl the Manticore. What's up? I work a nine to five. Manticoring. Deb is in a uh, human resources. My favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite celebrity is Dolly Parton. She's great. She is great. Um. Right. Okay. So those are your manticores. They've agreed to take you up the mountain, as well as a fourth manticore named uh, Giard, who's going to be Oreg's partner. Okay. Uh, and there are all four of the manticores will come with you, as well as Oreg, uh, 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 but no one else is remaining. And uh, after you shrink down, he's going to offer the hammer to you again, Chuck, if you can pick it up. All right. Wisdom. Wisdom. Again. Course, fail uh, drops to the uh, ground. You don't have it. Looks like it falls to us. Yeah, see if you guys can pick it up, and then you can t- yeah, off. take it with you. Yeah, if one of you, if you could pick it up, can take it with you, and then you can try again later. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Wisdom saving throw, right. Uh, no, we're just a straight wisdom. wisdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wisdom save is good. Wisdom save? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the same number either way. I think it is the same for almost all of you, if I'm not mistaken. Crit fail. Uh, Scree cannot pick it up. Up to you, Ash. Oh. All right. What are we going to do? Yeah. He's going to go with us, right? Yeah. He's looking at Oreg is going to come up and try to pick the hammer up. Uh, <laughs> don't know, man. Let's see. Oreg. 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 17! <laughs> he clasps the hammer, picks it up, and he says, for your egg. And he puts it over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. I will get that later. Half Dan is just looking at the three of you. He's like, y'all are not really brave, guys. Like, <laughs> I just <laughs> murdered a giant ice troll. Yeah, you were like way tougher and had all the cards in that situation. There was no bravery there. You'll need bravery <laughs> for the wind to go. I certainly didn't have any faith in him earlier. I had zero faith in him. You were totally correct. But I didn't know he had a fucking potion of giant strength. Yes, I told you I did. I didn't know. Well, I thought giant strength. I didn't know giant size. It's like a bigger deal. I don't know. Their strength is their size. Also, that is like incredibly expensive. Whatever. Anyways, I didn't believe in him. I didn't. That's fair. Fair is fair. You did good, kid. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like in my 30s. How old? How is? Well, you never established how old Chuck Angus is. Yeah, I don't remember how old Chuck Angus is. Yeah, you've never established to me, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Chuck. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, you guys depart the next day. You're gonna head up the mountain. Is that okay? Yep. And as you descend off into the sky, I think it's about ten o'clock now. I'm gonna kind of start it earlier because my back's hurting a little bit. Are you guys okay with that? I killed a giant. and I'm gonna go to my death. Are you guys okay to play? Are you guys okay to play to eleven? Oh, oh shit! Sure. 
Yeah, are you guys okay with that? I thought you were saying the opposite thing, but yes. Yeah, I was saying the opposite thing, but now I'm, I am. I am hungry. I would like a snack if we do that. All right. Well, how about this? How about we all take a break and we're going to take a five minute break here, run for snacks, and then we're going to come back and we're going to play till 11. Is everybody okay with that? Or no, no, no. Let's not do this. I'm, 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 I'm being, uh, what do you guys think? How do you feel? I'm cool. Whatever. This is a good stopping point. Yeah, um, I think it is. You- and also ta- Ash's computer is broken. <laughs> Did he drop again? No. No, I'm right here. It's just you don't see my face very well. Yeah. You're still adorable, man. You are. And your uh, microphone sucks. <laughs> Me? Yeah, it does. <laughs> we'll get it fixed up this week and hopefully I'll not be on painkillers next week. But we'll come back in and next week will actually be the woes of the Wendigo. And I'm going to have to fucking change this episode title to, I don't know, Bloodsport or something. So, you know. Uh, Trials of the Titans. Trials like. Lame. Uh, <laughs> a Chuck Angus makes pancakes. A Chuck Angus steps in it again. Powder. I don't know something, something like you know, throw down death battle. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. One last time. I guess this has been the pen and I don't know. I guess this has been God. You can tell that I'm on drugs. Jesus. Uh, this has been the pen and paper pod. I've been your host, Jack Newman. We've been, of course, been joined by Scree, played by Trevor Flynn. Uh, Chuck Angus played by uh, Edwin Reyes and of course Ash Fallbright played by Tanner. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to head on over to at pen and paper on Twitter to let us know what you thought of the show. Sorry, this has not been, it's been a little bit different trying to get through some more stuff. Check those out. Also head on over there to Facebook and let us know what you think. If you like it, uh, we're going to be releasing, we're still releasing this week, uh, our pen and paper pod season two remasters of our uh, live stream of the Waterdeep pandemic on our uh, podcast feed. So go check that out. We'll get that at first episode out tomorrow and the next one out uh, will be on on Thursday. This so we're going to be releasing two of those episodes this week and two next week as we catch up to the third season for the podcast feed. So stay tuned for that from everyone here at the pen and paper pod and by extension, the Tuscan shed media network. You can go check us out at tuscanshed.com where you can see all the other podcasts, including Animania and of course the movie gang podcast doing our bond cast now. So check those out. We just reviewed decadence for Animania. It's pretty good. Check it out. Uh, yeah. Check out all those things and one last time from everyone here at the pen and paper pod. Thanks for listening. Oh, gun down.